Welcome to Snakebite BMX podcast number 20. Big thanks as always goes to digbmx.com for helping us out on these and you know helping us get, get them out to you riders. Uh, if you're new to the pod and are looking for more BMX coverage, interviews, videos, photo galleries, um, all the good stuff, hit up digbmx.com and enjoy. Today's podcast is with the one and only Mike Rooftop Escamilla. So excited to sit down and talk BMX with Mike. Him and I are always chatting, nerding out about just everything BMX, so I was really excited to sit down with him. Um, we cover his early days, uh, filming for his breakout part in Dirty Deeds in the early 90s, kind of cover some of the late 90s BMX rules that kind of came in, and and what it takes to film for a, a video part, and, and so much more. So sit back and listen to my conversation with one of the pioneers of modern street riding. Let's get started. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm here at Mike's house. We're hanging out. Uh, let's do this. Let's re- we're going to start over. Here we go. And welcome to the Snake Bite Podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm Mike Escamilla. This is Shad Johnson. He's going to interview me today. Uh, we've been um, we've known each other for years, and now we're going to sit down and tell some really stories that probably no one gives a shit about. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> That's how they should start. I'm telling you. I never started like get that. Get a beginning just, going, Chad. Just, Chad, well, get this going. This is your future. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm making the big bucks. <laughs> um, yeah, so I know you and I are always chatting on the phone, and it yep. seems like we kind of grew up riding about like the same time. Yeah. Like, we, I mean, we're always... 90s? No, yeah, 90s. Probably, you, did you start in the 80s? Um, no, I probably... I really started riding in about sixth grade. There was a little jump down the street around yeah. the corner at a, at a, at a church. So probably about sixth grade, I had a little GT performer, and um, so it was the eighties, but probably wasn't until ninety until wait, maybe it wasn't. It was probably yeah, it's probably ninety. Okay, because I would have been in like sixth, seventh grade when I really started trying to ride. And you grew up like in Fullerton, or? Whittier and La Habra. Whitt- okay, so I actually lived in Whittier, but like it was like literally one street in La Habra, so most of my time is spent in La Habra. But um, it's funny, you always see that picture of that Metallica dude jump, doing that dirt jump. Yeah, yeah. That's my local dirt jump spot. Oh, really? So, like, that is where I learned how to dirt jump. The, the old bass player. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. going over what they called the berm jump. That's where I learned, like, all... That was called the pit. Yeah. You know, in Whittier. It was on First Avenue in Lambert. And that's where I learned every trick. Every jumping trick? Yeah. Is that spot still there? Is it, no, like, there's a bar around it, and it's, okay. like, on the road tracks, but yeah. What kind of... what? How and, it was, and it was on the way to school, so we rode an hour and a half before school and then rode for hours. We had a little spot we'd hit like that, too. On the way to school, yeah, We, it was we awesome. had a little wall ride spot we'd hit in this yeah. alley. Uh, did you just have the bike and then get into BMX, or did you kind of... Uh, well, I just... Um, my first bike show was... I was in kindergarten. Yeah. And uh, Mike Dominguez went to my school. He was in eighth grade. Oh, that's crazy. So Mike Dominguez and Eddie Fiola did a bike show when I was in kindergarten. And I remember just being like, this is sick. Yeah, that's epic. And then I learned how to ride bikes, like, right away. And I was riding bikes. We had a, I lived in Chino for a few years, and we had some dirt jumps back there. I mean, just, like, bumps. Yeah, I was, yeah, like, yeah, first yeah, grade, yeah, just like, know? a little, like, like, like foot Basically, bumps. like, a track. Yeah. Um, and then there was a ton of kids in my neighborhood, and they all rode bikes. Yeah. So I just started riding bikes with them. That was it. There was, like... 10 or 13 kids in my neighborhood, like within like two blocks. Oh, wow. That's Yeah, it was sick. Crew. And they were all older and I was a young kid. And then there was jumps on the way to school. So we just... You just go jump in on your I'd ride my bike to school and then we'd jump. Yeah, but by then it was like informer and then I started racing. I had Interceptor. 
and then whatever I had, I had all sorts of diamond, all sorts, whatever I could get, because I would crack them and break them back yeah. then, you know, and so whatever kid would pass me down, I had all sorts of ones, and then, uh, yeah, then it, once I got past about seventh grade, I was running when I started riding street, seventh, eighth grade is when I really started riding street, yeah, yeah. like, that was totally where, like, yeah, when like, grinds were first yeah, starting and everything, so I was doing grinds, and then, yeah, that was like early 90s. Yeah, where you you had you, you know your pay. I mean, what's supposed to play? It must have been before that because it must have been eighth grade because I did my first real handrail. I think um, I don't know if it was, no, it was my first one, but it was like I did like a, it was a legit ten stair Our Lady Guadalupe rail. Um, first day of tenth grade. I feel like I know so, what rail that is. You have seen it for Castillo's had a lot of photos. Where he on did it. the hold on, is it like the Over, square one where you did, would do the manual stuff after no, it? No, no, that's El, that's El Dorado. Um, this is a uh, this is just a round one. I think I may have done it in some video, maybe. Yeah, uh, dirty. I think I did do something dirty deeds in it, maybe. Okay. Um, but uh, so I must have been doing rails early in the summer, but just we did some in the sand. Yeah, that might have been my first ever real rail, though. I think. Okay, in eighth grade. Like I think no, no, no. It would have been like. I would have been ninth grade. Okay. Yeah. What were you I about? may have done like hand. Uh, I had a Dino Slammer, Bastard Hyatt Dino Slammer. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. Black one. That's that's perfect. Yeah. Were your pegs all V'd up too from probably from having soft um, axles? But before that, before that, I had bought a Har- I had a Harlow Sport. The one I've seen the picture of with your fork super raked out. Yeah, and that's the inspiration for the Caveman. Okay. The color yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. The, obviously the, the frame style. Uh, cause it was the first bike I ever bought on my own, and then after, soon after that, I had bought a Homeless Mac. Yeah. And uh, cracked it in 17, 17 places. 17 places? Every weld was cracked. <laughs> Every weld. So, when, so if you were you doing all that stuff, your crew was probably... You guys were kind of... There was no crew. I mean, I had like the crew... I mean, there was like... By that time, by the time I got to high school, most of the kids... By the time I got to high school, kids, all the kids in the neighborhood kind of quit. Yeah. I just 7th and 8th grade, I rode with them. Yeah. And then I skated with all the skaters. So, uh one of my best friends, Paul Luna, was a pro skater at the time. Yeah, yeah. And, and your like friends were like Jerry the Ray Brothers. Ray, yeah. Ray Brothers. So Ray Brothers and like um, Dill, Jason Dill and Pat Chinita and all those dudes back in the day. That's why I would just go on trips with them. Yeah. Until probably sophomore-ish, maybe junior year. I had a Harl Invert, I think, at the time. An old one. Yeah. And uh, I'd met the guy at the bike shop. We went down to the Ditch Jumps, which is Brian Castillo's Trails. Yeah, yeah. And I met Brian. We is that wrote, the ones by the freeway? Yeah, it was like it looked like it, but it's in a ditch. Okay. And um, I'd never seen anybody jump like he jumps like I never jumped doubles really. Yeah, yeah. And so then like it was my first time jumping doubles, and I was like trying everything. And Brian had never seen anybody other kid doing actual tricks either, you know? Yeah. And so we like hit it off, and we went street riding. He ice picked a rail like a four stair. He ice picked like the last inch. Oh of yeah, it, and yeah. I was just like, what, what, what is happening? <laughs> uh, and I was just in awe, you know. And then he like he. It might have been junior. It might have been junior year. I mean, a sophomore year. And Brian's is he a little older than you? Brian's a year older than me, but he also lived thirteen or fourteen miles away. Yeah, and he had a copy of Head First, and he let me borrow it. I couldn't believe let some kid borrow it. You know? Yeah, and that changed my life. And um, then we then it was like every weekend I just rode to his house, thirteen miles 13 one miles. way, rode around all day, rode all the way back. Every day, every weekend, then we just I just rode Brian. Brian was my crew after that. Yeah, was, I mean with the skaters and Brian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, was Jeremy, I mean, like, with Jeremy Ray, like, was that, like, 91, 92? He was starting yeah. to blow up. Yeah, I mean, he was day. a huge skater at that time yeah. in high school. Like, he was, like, the guy. I remember when I got, know? like, the first 401, he had, like, the little, he had, like, a interview or bio in it. And I 
just yeah. watched it all the time. Yeah, I lived it all the time. <laughs> but I mean, if you look back, like, there's that roof cap. The first photo I ever had in, in Ride was a 316 roof cap. But yeah. that was Jeremy's roof cap. Oh, the and, strobe sequence one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Jeremy's roof cap. And one day he was shooting photos of it with uh, Sturt. And uh, we shot a. F- I jumped it on my bike, got a mag on, I think. Yeah. And that photo ended up in an Airwalk catalog. I don't think I ever saw that one. Which is how the Etnies program started. Really? So I got a photo in an Airwalk catalog. And then I was like, I kind of called him, like, hey, man, can I get a, a pair of shoes, you know? Yeah. Just for that, you know? And the response wasn't positive, I remember. Right? I can't remember if it was uh, Kim Boyle or if it was. Um, uh, Alan Foster. Yeah, I can't remember who was doing it then, but I mean, I was a little kid. Why they didn't know? Why, you know you what I mean? Like, you just wanted some like NTS twos or something. Uh, no, yeah, I wanted <laughs> NTS twos or gym shoes. That's exactly right. And so that was like would have been like maybe junior year or something. And so it, they never sent them. It took forever. It took them six months or seven months to send me three pairs of shoes. Yeah, which I was stoked. I just was like, maybe I'll try to get some shoes. You know, yeah, at that time you like ran your photo. You wore one pair of shoes for the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like you weren't getting shoes, so. Um, you got a pair of Airwalks. And I grew up like, yeah, and I grew up with like uh, four brothers and sisters. So it's like, shoes were not coming, you know? Yeah. And then by that time, Paul Luna was getting stuff from Etnies, riding for Etnies. And he's like, why don't you just do something? So I, I made a sponsor me video. Yeah. And then, which had a dirt section, a street section, and a slam section. Do you still have this video? My brother has a copy. I got to get it. <laughs> and then uh, I, I, we, had, we had started filming some stuff for Dirty Deeds. So... Uh, Dave gave me a couple of clips from Dirty Deeds I put at the end of the chance yeah. and I, I I got on Etnies and I gave I, I sent it to Don Brown and Paul basically introduced me and he's like yeah we'll give you some stuff and then like end of 93 I'm sorry wait let me think no beginning of 93 I was um, I was getting on Etnies or end of 92 probably yeah probably end of 92 because my first shirt ever was like a Fila's ripoff Etnies shirt and uh, it was like that did you get some low cuts back in the day whatever they gave me um, but that's why the that's why Etnies got into BMX because of Airwalk taking forever to send me shoes, botching it all. Because I was just so into Airwalk. Airwalk was everything yeah. to me. You know, I was like, dude, NTS twos, sickest shoe ever. Oh, dude. And like, so yeah. then when they that happened, they were. I thought they were just gonna make. Yeah, of course, kid, man, he has a couple pairs of shoes. You know, you're stoked uh, because I think like that's how I would have been now. Yeah, kid, in the full page in the catalog. You know, um, and that's how that's how Etnies started. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Dirty Deeds and okay. like the whole thing to that, but I kind of want to just like talk a little more about just like some of, uh, you know, just the way you, because we have both talked about like, you know, like Bashgar bikes and just like yeah. just destroying bikes back in the day. And it used to be very terrible. And, but just like the perceived, you know, like the perception of like these bikes, like they just seem like, like little road, road warrior bikes back in the day and you thought they could take everything, but you just, just, just yeah, no. destroy I mean, we, we used to like. I mean, the bikes in the 80s, which I was before my time. Yeah. But those were like Kmart bikes. Yeah. Legitimately Kmart bikes. When yeah. you see a dude doing a, like, you see these old photos of like Carlo Griggs or Matt doing these huge airs, and you're like, that's on a Kmart bike. Or Dominguez on like yeah. some Diamondback. Totally. Like, that like... is a Kmart bike. Um, legitimately. Um, our bikes were like, they were, they were strong, but they weren't, they twisted, they cracked all the yeah. time. Um, but forks were dangerous. I would bend 20 pairs of forks a year. Oh, I broke. You'd, and you'd bend them back. And then you do it, you wouldn't think about it, and then all of a sudden they'd shear off, and you get lucky you didn't die. I was riding home from school, like school just finished, you know, end of, end of the year, you're like riding home all fast, just excited, there's no school. I remember, you know, you have those curb jumps you'd hit in your neighborhood, yeah. hit this one, and next thing all I do is remember is 
opening my eyes, I'm laying on the ground and I see my forks and front wheel like 20 feet in front of me just laying in this road. I mean, we used to, this is what you had to do, guys. You had to, at the bottom, basically you have your, uh, your fork steer tube, steer tube comes down and now it's one piece all the way to the bottom and the legs are welded on it. But back then it didn't, it was the legs were, the legs were welded to like a little cup thing. Cup. And it was like jammed in there. And then a shitty weld. The whole sh- yeah. And so it was like, it was just shafted stem. I mean, I mean, I mean uh, like a basically a shafted fork. And so what we would do is we would take pieces, other pieces of pipe and pound them up the bottom over that. Oh, did you do that? Yeah, we'd pound them up the bottom. Because you had your stem. The stem went inside. It didn't yeah. clamp on top. So you, you would either get the long stem, right? The long the wedgie stem. Jackson. Wedgie Jackson. Or you'd, but we used to find out how far it went down and then pound another tubing up inside it. To keep it, it strong. Stiff. Wow. Because, like, it was it was gnarly, dude. Remember, like, landing gear were, like, the forks you wanted to get, and then... That was, I always wanted... There, there, red... was, there was literally no difference between... Yeah, I wanted red lines. I always thought the red line forks were, like... Yeah. Because you're, you're like, they're tapered leg, they're strong... Yeah, they no, They all, everything broke. It's terrible. You'd, you'd rip dropouts off. I'd have JB welded dropouts on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just remember... All the time, my pegs would be V'd up, and you'd be smashing them on mm-hmm. ledges because you didn't have oversized axles. You didn't even have heat-treated no. axles. You'd rip axles. When you start grinding in high school, especially when standards started giving me stuff, like axles, you would destroy axles like once a week yeah, or I just, more. You would, they would just Because you would bend them, and then they would just snap off, or the threads would just rip out. When the standard axles came out, it was like a game changer. Oh, yeah, because you're like, I can ride this axle for a month yeah. without my peg bending. Mm-hmm. And then it would just break, and you were like, oh. Dude, think about it before um, when you used to screw your pegs on. <laughs> and you that's why I learned switch grinds because my peg wouldn't come loose mm-hmm. so I'm like if I grind opposite it's going to keep tight we used it. to make in metal shop in high school we'd make pegs yeah because it was just standard had those pegs at the time you know yeah. and we would just weld the washers on them and they would break all no, the time I do the you do the welded washers yeah. Get get the wire feed welder and just have some mm-hmm. bubble gum weld. Well, I was a good welder, so we would like I I'd fit them in there. So no, yeah. I was I just had some. Like, that was the only job clunky. I really ever had as a welder. Yeah, I had some clunky welds of mine and. Uh. Yeah, mine, it look, mine look like a like a, like a like a line of dimes. See, I I could do the lathe <laughs> with the aluminum ones, but the aluminum ones didn't grind too well. I do alumin- no terrible. Yeah, I do aluminum four inch ones with a hole oh. for a screw for a screwdriver to tighten them on. Yeah, but we laid out an actual out of out of solid stock steel one time. Yeah, we were ghetto. Yeah. I was out in the country. We so where are we at? We went to Dirty Deeds. You said yeah. Well, so how did you meet Parrot and then to like get lined up for that? So I was. I think the first time I met Perrick was at Sheep Hills. Okay, so you were already going out to Sheep Hills. Oh, so yeah. Like. I mean, we were ride, me and Brian would ride 26 miles each way. We'd ride there with $5 in our pocket and go there. Go to Carl's Jr.? Carl's Jr. Yeah, or yeah. Del Taco. There's Del Taco there, too, and get, like, tortillas with butter because they were cheap <laughs> and water because we could get two meals a day then. And then we would ride then we'd ride all the, the lake, that lake bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in. You could ride that all the way back to his house. Oh, wow. So. 15 or 16. Your bikes are probably just so ratty from all that, that Dude, sheep dirt and well, stuff. Well, I mean, we'd go there when we could, but I think uh, Dave Perrick, first time I was, I met Dave, Sheep Hills, and then, and he was just like, you wanna, like, I think it was that day, he was like, you want to be in my video? Yeah. And I, he's like, I want to film you, and then, I think it was a good film, and I gave him a number, and then I think I ran into him again at the POW house. Okay. I think I'm only 14 years old, probably here. Yeah, 14 or 15. And Brian's years old. like 15 or 16. Maybe, yeah. Um, and then, we, and I was riding the POW house, and the POWs, for those of you who know, were the pros of Westminster, and that was like to John me, Paul, yeah, John Paul, Climber, Climber uh, Lawan Cunningham, Darren Mitchell, uh, Sal, 
who else was there? Um, but then there was like tons of sort of like taught lions. Yeah. Um, but they were always really cool to me. I would, my parents would drop me off. I got suspended once in eighth grade uh, for throwing fireworks <laughs> under a girl. And my parents just <laughs> took me to the PW house and dropped me off for a day, two days. And they're just like, you can just hang out And here. I slept there. You know, eighth grade. If you saw the PW house, you'd be like, no way. I can only imagine. I mean... I mean, it's crazy. I can only so, imagine. So, um, they were always really... I was this annoying little kid, but... Uh, and then Dave saw me there, and then I was riding ramps at that point. Yeah. And, uh, which is in high school, probably. No, they, you know, they had the, yeah. yeah, they had the mini ramp, like, trainers got a bunch of clips on it and stuff yeah, in yeah. the vid, so... Um, speaking of Dirty Deeds... I have footage in Dirty... My whole Dirty Deeds part is pretty much entirely street, yeah. except for a couple clips from Santa uh, Marina Valley. Yeah. I have an entire ramp section. I have enough for an entire ramp session. Everybody wants to see that footage, Perrick. Of, of... It's from the boys' house. It's from... It's from the boys. That's from POW. It's from Toki's ramp. Ooh, Toki's ramp. Yeah, I have like an entire... Footage. I have so much footage. Dave has so much footage. Some bent-ass dino forks? Yeah, dude, he has so much... He has... Like, and back then, like, the tricks were like... They're probably garbage now, but they were like... Good tricks, you know? Yeah. Like stuff no one was like feeble to nose bonk can cans on ramps and stuff. Yeah. The nose peg, you know, peg bonk. Yeah, the peg bonk. And like, God, I have so much stuff. No one will ever see it. Maybe. Well, we're working on something. So maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, what was the process for like film? Because so, that, that video dropped, like it blew my mind. The, it took the a long time for it to come out. So, yeah. So, all right, so I went and so Dave asked me to film with him, right? What year um, did you guys start filming? 93. 93. Video 93. came out in 94. Maybe? 95. 95? Okay. So it's like over a year. Okay. I met him every... I, for some reason, he didn't want to come to my house and pick me up. He'd meet me at the Burger King. <laughs> okay. Five blocks from my house. Yeah. Which means I would go there and he sit there. He just didn't want to deal with your parents? I don't know. I would go there and sit there for three hours waiting for him. There's no cell phones. Just like, be there at 10 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. I'd sit there for hours. Just riding the curb. So I don't know. I just pick him at my house. I don't want to mess with it. So then we'd drive all over and film. But the first thing I ever filmed... Yeah. Was my last trick, basically the hand or the bar spin. The ones that down in HB. Yeah, that's the first clip I filmed for Dave's video. Really? 93. Had you done that before you filmed it? Hell no. Uh, everything, nothing you did back then. You just did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. 93, summer 93. That was summer 93. That was the first thing you filmed. First thing What I was filmed? the last thing in your section that you filmed? Oh, I don't know. You don't know? No idea. After that, it's a blur. It's, it's just a blur of Burger King and, uh, and uh, <laughs> waiting for Dave. Uh, no, but that was the... First thing I filmed. Wow. Yeah, yeah that blew, I remember that blew my... That one blew my mind. And, you know, like the, the double peg with the second stage ice. Oh, yeah. That, the fun, when I first started trying, I was like, one day I was like, I think we could do that. And the first couple tries, I was pedaling. Oh, you're pedaling? Well, on? I was on the rail, like, thinking... You're so used to, like, I would pedal, like a, lift up, bitch and crank. I would just go over the bars and get annihilated. But, yeah. That um, one of the first few things I filmed too was that black, the double kink black rail at seven flat seven. Oh yeah, which is yeah, steep. yeah. It was gnarly. Back the one then. where you kind of washed out with the knee pads on. No, no, no. I pull it. It's like second or third clip. It's like a double kinker. Yeah, no, it was the bushes like the, on the side, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. But I don't wash out. I thought maybe it's in the rec section. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe okay. Um, but yeah, that was probably one of the, one of the first. Clips when you too. were filming for this, was there like because videos, you know, BMX videos were just starting to kind of pick up. Was there? Anything you were watching at home for, like, inspiration or any writers that um, you were I mean, of... I was watching skate videos. There was no really videos, you know? Yeah. The I mean, first bike video I saw, besides head first, first one I ever bought was Roger's Garage. Okay. Standard video. And that really didn't have much street in it. No. Um, was Homeless Trash out by then? Yeah, so Homeless Trash was, like... But I hadn't seen it. It was... I don't know if it was out yet. It would have been out. It had to have been out there. Yeah, yeah. So, Homeless Trash. Because that came out... Had yeah, Homeless out Trash, for every person who thinks that there are all these new videos are the best videos. Homeless Trash... 
or when I hear like what's the best video ever, street video, and they'll, they'll, you'll hear things like, you know, uh, criminal mischief or things like yeah, that. Yeah. And they're all great videos, but none of them even hold a candle to homeless trash. Homeless trash. No one would. He. You could have been. To, I swear it was like two thousand before people were Dude. doing one eighties out of rails like Gutierrez was, and he'd done it down a ten stair. He, to yeah, there's in that video there's tricks off rails tricks up rails there's curve wall there's everything you can think of that's doing right now is done in that rail rides everything is oh, done yeah, in, rail rides yeah yeah because people gap to did, rails. It, did it up a rail like rail right up yeah. and take it down gap to rail um like kind of like a turn gap to rail yeah like yeah, yeah but you were gap he gapped out a few stair you know a few uh, feet might have been yeah yeah um turn down out of rail turn downs out of rails uh there was everything, and it had the ramp riding was just beyond. Yeah. Like, there's not a video, there'll never be a video that'll even come close to homeless trash and headfirst. Yeah, I just think for... There's even, for, for that, you could never film another one, because back then, it had never been done before, so yeah. it wasn't like you were just copying or doing a better version of what was out. Yeah. You know? All that stuff was completely new. All invented, you know, and so, and then... No matter what anyone says, like, it is harder to invent something than to do it better than someone else has already did it. Yeah, and it was, I mean, back then you thought, like, when I thought about freestyle, you know, like, 92, 93, I was like, oh, this has been around, you know, like, it, it felt like it was super established, and you look back, and it was still, like, just barely... Six people. ...even doing anything, yeah. you know? Nothing, yeah. It, you're like, you know, I think, like, oh, Wilkerson Airlines, this is some enormous company, I'm like... You know, Bob Cole's probably pulling in some paycheck. Not like, in the 90s. <laughs> but, you know. Those days are over, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think that I'm, I'm really stoked that I got to be a part of BMX in that time frame. Yeah. When I got to be a part of, like, uh, evolving it. Yeah. Uh, it was probably, it's two things. It's it was, it was probably harder and easier to be a pro back then. Harder because there was less ways to... There was less ways to actually get seen. Oh, yeah, definitely. I was lucky to be in California, you know? Because there was dudes up by me that I look back that were like... The best dudes ever. Holy cow. But if they were in Southern California, people would talk about them like, this dude was iconic. Me and Kimler went up to... He was building some ramps. We went up to the spot and uh, the sanctuary. uh, They had left all these old BMX magazines in in the 90s and we opened them. And there was... One magazine had 17 photos in. Every magazine had like... At least five or six photos in every single issue. Yeah. And it's because I was here. Yeah. You know, like that's the only reason. Like I was like, they were, it was almost like propaganda. It was like rooftop propaganda. <laughs> so, like just pushing. I mean, there's so much stuff here. It's like, dude, it's crazy. Every time Losi needed something, it was like, or Braz, like, let's get Mike to do it. Yeah. It's crazy. There's, dude, I can't even tell you. There's so much stuff that's never been seen to me in the in the PMX Plus photo in the bins. Oh, and the yeah. There's so much. There's one thing that it was like the raddest thing I'd ever done at the time. And Losi sketched the photo because a cop drove by, and we, I had propped a bike rack up on the roof and grinded a bike rack off a roof, like oh, a wow. rail, like yeah. a rail over a fence. Like back then, that was like oh, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he, he screwed the photo up because a cop drove by, got scared. Um, sorry, Mark, you're a gangster, like <laughs> like, little, like little rooftop when he was 15. But um, no, yeah, dude, it was just like with you know Mark and uh, Brad, sort of like. They made it possible for me to be able to have a career in bike riding for yeah. up until now, you know? Um, back to the Dirty Deeds thing. Yeah. Did you film with other dudes in the video, or was it just kind of just like you um, going out with... I would film with Akabak okay. and Castillo. Yeah. But we didn't really go out a lot together. Uh, I mean, we were being riding or street riding, but bike riding was different then. Yeah. So, 
nowadays it's pretty weird. I feel like people just go to spots and they ride spots. Yeah, yeah. Back then, you just rode your bike. You just rode around. So I had like a like a like a, like a route in my city, and Castillo had a route in his city, and we'd go there and we would just ride the route and hit the spots all the way down yeah, yeah. the street. You know, so that's how we would get stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, we'd just be riding. Um, it wasn't like you just went spot, but back in Dirty Deeds days, bike riding back then was just kind of like people just filmed and yeah, got yeah, whatever yeah. they got. I actually, we like, scout, I would scout stuff and we'd like actually film spots. I very much knew what I wanted to film, you know? Yeah. Obviously there was places Dave would take me to and I'm like, all right, let's do something here. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember when we rode, with, I mean, there was days we rode with Trainer too. Yeah. Obviously Trainer and Trainer was a huge part of all that because he, uh, you know, he was living with. Uh, Mike Ockabach at the time, and so he would just, you know, he would drive us around. And How, uh, how did you meet Ockabach? Ockabach, me and him used to race against each other. Okay. And I have a photo of me at a national, he fell in a berm and I'm riding over him. We're little kids. <laughs> uh, and I still talk to Mike. Mike, uh, we still talk. He emailed me this morning. Um, he, he lives in New Zealand. He works at uh, Weta. And, uh, what's what's that? Uh, it's like Peter Jackson's place, uh, Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson. Okay, yeah. And he does all a bunch of digital stuff for movies. Pretty much most big movies you've seen, he's probably worked on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he lives in New Zealand for like the last four or five years. Does he ever bring up bike riding or anything? Yeah. We yeah. talk every once in a while. I mean, we talk about it. it rarely comes up. Um, yeah. Uh, but he, you know, he just got into doing that. Uh, but that's how I met Akabok and then... People kind of pitted us against each other. Because yeah, you we were guys young are both kids. kind of a little. But we weren't. We were friends at home. Yeah. Like, we had times we were like on each other's throats, like any any other kids. But we were like rode a lot together at home. Like, we yeah. rode. I went to ride his ramp all the time. And then I had my ramp in my backyard in oh, high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the time I got, you know, so we rode all the time. And but people kind of pitted us against each other. So, did, was there like a premiere for that video or anything? I mean, I, I just remember uh, seeing a little ad for it and then ordering no, it. No, all I remember hearing is like. Brian Foster saying, like, oh, Mike, I saw your part in a Rolling Stone song. I started laughing because I thought that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him saying that uh, to me at the POW house. Uh, he was also POW. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Uh, all those dudes are so nice to me, though. You know, like, they were like, and see, Chris Moeller, too. I mean, I was like a little S&M kid, even though I never wrote for S&M. I mean, yeah. But, like, it was like, S&M to me was the coolest thing Oh, like, there, BMX couldn't have been cooler. It was like S and M, and it was weird. Being a street rider, every photo on my wall was Matt Hoffman. I had one whole wall; my, it was all Matt Hoffman photos. Yeah, yeah. There's a photo someone put up lately. Look back, BMX or somebody yeah. on Instagram of him doing a foot plant tail up on a wall on that platinum Harl Sport oh, with remember. the yellow pedals. That's why I bought that bike. Oh that yeah, photo. yeah. Um, so how did you kind of train? So you, you were filming for the video. The video came out. You still weren't sponsored. In, you were getting um, like from Etnies. I was and, sponsored by Etnies. Uh, already because there was Marina Valley footage in it so the video was now yet because obviously that's in it that was in 94 sponsored by Adney's I think at that point I think I was riding for Family Bikes oh and Family Bikes was Homeless Bikes sometime after that like yeah, into yeah. high school right yeah Family Bikes was Homeless was James Shepard doing was most people on Homeless Bikes once it stopped but it never got, it was like all the homeless dudes and PC and me yeah oh it, yeah PC but it yeah. never got started so that would have been in 94. Okay. Right? I was riding for, and then I started riding for Wilkerson Airlines. At the 95? No. Before that. Really? At the end of 94, I started, he asked me to ride for him. And I was a little kid, you know what I mean? And I like, thought it was Marino Valley coming next year. Okay, okay. So uh, I, was, I got a stem and bars from mm-hmm. him and never got a frame. And coming into the 95 BS contest, 
uh, at Marina Valley. He wait ninety five. Yeah, it was, I, I was at that one. It's wait, wait, 95. wait. No, no, no. no ninety four. No. You feebled the rail. Feebled the rail. Ninety five. Uh, was that ninety five or ninety four? Was that ninety four? Yeah, ninety four. Okay. Yeah, you feebled the rail because okay. that was the year before I went. Which, there. which, by the way, I look at now and was insane. Yeah, it's insane. In I dark. remember walking there and walking up and looking at the rail at the thing, being like, "What the?" And the f- thing is, I would have pulled it. I did. I ran into the other rail. rail. Yeah. I should have had him break it out. Someone's like, "I'm going to break it out." I'm like, "Nah." I don't know why I wouldn't break it out. It was two feet from the bottom. I just ran yeah. into it. So, uh, so then, I, sometimes in the end of 94, I started riding for Wilkerson. So beginning of like February 95, I get to, I get to the, I was supposed to have the, first, he had this new bike coming out. The Stout Boy. Pork. Oh, it was the Pork. And I get there and Cameron Birdwell's riding it. And I knew <laughs> Cameron Birdwell was. And I was like, at this point I was getting photos of magazines. And I was like, who's this kid? You know, like, why don't I have this bike? Yeah. And so I was bummed, you know, I was like, I've been repping, you know what I mean? And, uh... That contest was crazy, too. Yeah, that contest was crazy. And so then, uh... Thorne was like, dude, let me get you on... Let me see if I can get you on Hoffman. Yeah. And then he's like... Matt's into it. Talked to Matt. Matt came over and was like, you want to ride for Hoffman? I was like, yeah. Like, right now? He's yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So so I rode for Hoffman at that contest, and then Wilkerson showed up right before the contest started. And it was he was really bummed. He was like, we weren't friends for years uh, because of that. And I understood, you know what I mean? Like, he was like, you know, why would, how would you quit without talking to me? And, you know, I mean, it was like a combination of two things. One, I was young, and my ultimate idol had just asked me to ride for Hoffman Bikes. I mean, yeah. at that time, Hoffman Bikes was like... Oh, yeah. Shit, like, American flag shorts and blue Hoffman shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was like Mira, Jay, Matt. Like, yeah. this was the team. Taj, you know what I mean? Like, this yeah, was... Yeah. This was the team to be oh, on. Taj at that... Co- Dude. I totally forgot. Taj at that contest... Fucking that seven foot spine up, dude. This was that was like the team to be on. So it was that, and just being young and like you know, like you're like I'm doing it. And obviously it was the right choice, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, and then I wrote for Hoffman for like you know six years or something. You know, so I wonder, was the pork supposed to be a Wilkerson Airlines pork originally? It was two hip. I was on right for two hip. Okay, okay. I would. I, I remember two hip, if it I switched then, it two, then. I think that they should have never. Like I look at now, I'm like you should have kept it Wilkerson Airlines. Oh, the the, the name's just. Awesome. Yeah, and I like I'm we're, me and Ron are good friends now, and like I love him, and I like I look at him like you should. Ron, by the way, Ron, if you're listening, just make like 25 of your, just do a, a rebatch like 25 of the Wilkerson Airline frames, Bascard ones. They will sell out immediately. Oh, they sell super fast. You can sell two of them right here. Two of them right here. <laughs> 23 to go. And if you did one of those shirts, just the wall ones. Oh the, my god, the, the arrow or yeah, the no foot tabletop one on the back. Like because two hip was cool back then, but wall is like. Oh, it was just... It's like, it's just another... It's just the coolest the, thing ever. I don't know what, what it was. Is that branding or the spaceship frame? Like, I mean... It's you, awesome. You've talked to me. You know, I'm like... This I have, by the way. I From Ron, I got this from Ron a couple years ago. I have the second Wilkerson Airlines bike ever made in my garage. And I'm very jealous about yes, it. Yes, you're very jealous this, about it. We might be the two biggest Wilkerson yeah, Airlines. Yeah, he, he, like, he, he was going to give me the original. And I was like... Can't do that. You got to keep that. But he didn't have a Bascard that fitted because it was a different bolt pattern. Yeah. And I was like, I can get a Bascard one. And, and then so you he, left, and you were like, What did I just do? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, man, it was pretty pretty rad. Yeah, I. Uh, you could repo. Yeah, I, 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 we could go on for like we could do a whole podcast. And I think about it's that. the bike. I think it's this bike. There was a bike. There's a photo of him riding Nubal doing an air. I have it on my. That, I have that photo. I think that's the bike. I'm pretty sure that is the frame. I should go out. Well, I'm gonna look at it before we leave, just to yeah. kind of see if you can notice any marks. Right? Yeah. No, I have. It's a different Bascard because he had to pull it off another bike, but I think it's the same frame. I have that photo like this yeah, big on my wall. Yeah, it's awesome. And so. when you see him airing that, you're like, that's gnarly. 
Oh, yeah. yeah He's all, like, boned yeah, out and everything. Right. Yeah. So you get on Hoffman. Yeah. And I feel like right at that point, like, is that, I feel like you got that cover it's on ride. Where you, and then I feel like things kind of just went fast forward from there. we shot the cover before that Oklahoma contest. I'd already shot that cover. So the cover we're talking about is the bunny hop off, was it, Carl's Jr.? Oh, no, that, that was now, yeah, I don't think. But I'd shot the center spread. The center spread came out at that 360 of the roof gap. Okay. That was my first photo of the magazine. My first photo shoot, I think... Uh, Mulligan, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Moeller set it up with Brad, and we shot that. Yeah. That ended up being the center spreader ride. We shot a bar spin off a bank, which no one really did street stuff back then. Yeah. That ended up to cover a UK ride, and then that rail that I, the first one I ever done, the Guadalupe rail, ended up as a wearware ad, Big Islands Company. Oh, yeah. So my first photo day, first time I ever shot photos, ended up a cover and a center spread. Nice. So it was like a, you know, that to me, I was like, oh, this is how it works. And then. This is how it did it. But the first cover for Hoffman was the bunny hop off the Bunny road. hop, and that's with the uh, the glitter bike. So that would have been the glitter bike. So that would have come the out. The red one? Yeah, that would have come out uh, sometime at the end of 95. Because okay. it went. we had the that, that contest. We had the Marina Valley contest. Then we had, I think it was Kansas City yeah. contest. Then we had Oklahoma. And then we had Chicago. Or no, no. No, you know what? You're wrong. You had a different one? No, no, no. That contest is in 94. Was it? I got on... Yeah, 94. Because in 95... Oh, wait, wait. Because I graduated in 94. I, I, went to, I can't remember if I went to two Chicago's or one Chicago contest. I think I only went to one. I swore it's 95. And, and we, maybe we, I went to the, we, con- the Chicago contest in 94 then. And then... Yeah, maybe did the... I don't know. I, I know I saw you at the contest, so here's a little... Here's, I don't know what years it was. Here's, here's a little secret. Yeah. Just a funny little... Which contest? Marina Valley, 95. So I remember we're there... And it was like my first like big contest. No, no, dude, it's ninety four. Because ninety three, I got on, I got on, I got on Etnies in ninety three. So that would I rode for Etnies in ninety three there ninety four because ninety five there was no Marine Valley contest. There's okay, okay. There was only two Marine Valley contests. Yeah, there was only two. Yeah, three ninety four. Because the second one, a bunch of Canadians came down. We came down like Asado was there and yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. Um, but I just remember I saw you in Taco Bell, and I was like, told my friend, I'm like, no. I'm like that's rooftop that, little little kid. I just remember you had like braces and you were like there was your girlfriend like eating tacos and I was like and we were like tripping because we just seen the bit. You know, oh, dirty! You're like look at this nerd. I, no, I was just like because <laughs> it was like my first time like driving to Cali for like I was super Timmy mode. Like my whole thing was like I was entering beginner and I was going to try to do a front flip. That was my whole tunnel vision. I'm like I, the weird thing is, is I feel like that is still your same goal every time I talk to you. To do a front flip? You're going to enter beginner and do a front flip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember I wrecked on it, and then all my friends threw my bike off the ramp. You know, it was just a, it was a mess, but... Um, going to do a front flip? Yeah, I could almost do it. I'd almost landed them then. There was really no good spot for it. Then I had to roll in off that seven foot, and then do where the pop-out spot was on the, the mini ramp hip. It was a mess. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a mess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so let's... You want to talk about some of the Hoffman days? I mean, I feel sure. like, you know, yeah. that's like... So we Hoffman started. We did. I did all those last BS series with them. Yeah. Um, you had that interview with a bunch of photos from your yard. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So I had an interview. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had an interview that was on Hoffman, and that was like that was early. Yeah. Yeah, that was early. And then uh, soon after that, I tore my shoulder senior year. And um, speaking of, let's back up a second. Yeah, it was yeah. Really cool. Freshman year, I broke my I broke my leg, my tib and fib on a trampoline. I was holding a hula hoop, trying to do 
trying to like jump rope with the hula hoop while doing backflips and I hit my shin on the side and broke it and I called Hoffman Bikes. Yeah. I was like, hey, I was wondering if I could talk to Matt. I just broke my leg. I don't know how to deal with it. And Matt sat and talked to me for like an hour. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty rad. He probably doesn't know that, but um, just some kid, you know, just talking on the phone. So anyway, so I said, oh, that was before you were even on that. Yeah, it's like I was a freshman in high school. I was 13 or something. And he just took time out of his day and just chatted yeah. with you about mm-hmm. it. That's yeah. sick. Yeah, and he would have only been like 20 years old at the time or something. 19, yeah. 18, 19 years old. Um, so then uh, I broke, I tore my shoulder, and then my first contest back was Oklahoma BS 95. Yeah. Uh, there was 13 pros. Nine American pros and four European pros. Okay. I got ninth, I think. I did the two tricks I wanted to do. On that's, the, that's the Oklahoma one? Yeah, I like tried to flip fakey that, flip fakey that channel. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And I Canadian the edge of the spine. There was a spine and a ramp that went up next to Oh, where you could hip into it. Yeah, I so like Canadian yeah. nose pick that. Um, or nose pick or whatever. So I did that. And then my next contest was, uh, oh, and I rode pro. Yeah. I rode pro. My first pro contest. Uh, so I rode pro there. I got ninth. Um, Sato won. Oh, that's one where, didn't Asato win AM and then turn pro? Probably. And, I think that's what, Asato turned, was AM. And then, yeah. Won that and then won pro right afterwards. So then the next one we drove, we, me, Trainer, and Pova, or me, Pova, and Jason Davies and Trainer, maybe, yeah. drove from California to Fort Lauderdale, Florida for the, um, for the, not Fort Lauderdale, uh, where was the nine ball, where was that, uh, Dakota, um, Daytona Beach. Okay, yeah. Daytona Beach, and there was three contests, a bowl contest and a street contest. That's where you smacked got, your head doing the... I got second in bowls and third in street. Asato got first in bowl? No, maybe Nolly. Oh, maybe. yeah. But I remember at the end of the third, the, the, the Hoffman bike comes in Oklahoma, Dennis goes, man, I think it was too early for you to turn pro. Really? Dennis McCoy said that to me. And um, in and that, and that stuck in my head, right? Yeah. And then, I mean, I was 17, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe I just turned 18. I don't remember. Uh, and then in Florida, I got second and third, and I beat him. And he was like, you, he came and he goes, dude, I take that back. You totally deserve to be here. Oh, wow. And like, that was it for me. Like in my head, I was like, that's about as big of a validation you can get, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, then right after that, the BS series started. I'm sorry, the, the ESPN series started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was doing all, I would go, cause Hoffman ran them. So I would do all those contests. Yeah. Um, and I would do good at some, I would do bad at some, but I was, the weird thing back then is like, you never didn't think you were qualifying. Okay. I don't know what it is. Like, you'd never, like, now if I enter a contest, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to qualify. Yeah. Hoping you don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but back then, it was like, it just never occurred. It was always top five, top six. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it never occurred to me. You just rode, and it, which is the better way to go about a contest. You, you just you can, you can get it done, you know? Um, so, uh, but then there was Seal Beach contest. I don't know which one came first, Seal Beach or the Florida contest. Yeah. So the Florida contest, I decided that I wasn't going to jump the box. I was like, this is a street contest. I'm not jumping the box. So I rode all the decks. Like off they had those crazy rails. On rails, the those decks. And I was doing backwards rails. And I, I was like doing decks. Into, you know what I mean? I was doing like deck trick, deck to deck, bunny hop stuff. And just using the course. And, and it was pretty much, if I can remember right, the first time that uh, even I had ridden a course like that. It's not like there wasn't like courses. Oh, there, yeah, so, yeah. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to ride this like the way I want to ride this, you know? And uh, that was a big deal. Because I qualified, I want to say I qualified first or second. Yeah. Maybe in that contest. Like above Miron, like Miron and Mir, everyone, you know? And 
I qualified, and then in the contest, I got third, and people were pissed. Like, legitimately, like, Nyquist, I remember Ryan was, like, he was, like, the next dude, you know? At that point, he, he was, like, Nyquist didn't even qualify. He was, like, it was, like, heartbreaking for him, you know? Yeah. Uh, Mira got 10th at that contest. Oh, yeah. Um, Miron beat me in the finals. Uh, uh, but somebody else, too, because they got third. But I remember that was the first contest that was the end of my contest runs. runs because I didn't like going to contests. I didn't care about yeah. them. And the only point was to get on TV, so for Matt. And I was in third place, and they showed one run for me in third place, and all of Dave Mira's runs in 10th place. Really? And I was like, what's the point of coming? Yeah, other than and, maybe getting And then in Seal Beach, it happened again at third place again, and that's the same thing that happened. I, I like grinded the wall and did all these, these, these huge wall rides, and they showed like footage of like Chad Kagi flying out to his butt on it. Sorry, Chad. Should have gone faster. <laughs> uh, and, and you know what I mean? That was like, I just wasn't their guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. picked their like sort of all-American kids, you know, like they got Nyquist with a goatee. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like they picked their sort of all-American characters to put, and I was just like, I'm over it. That's it. I'm done. And I just kind of... Then after that, like, contest didn't matter. I was like, I'll just go and do the one trick that, like, no one can do. I feel like right about that time, you know, when we look at magazines, videos, like, <clears throat> it almost felt like you, you know, you'd had so much coverage and yeah. it kind of just, like, you kind of... I just started disappearing. Yeah, it totally felt yeah. like you did. Like, and I remember being bummed because, like, you know, I was, I, you know, back then I was always... I rode street all the time, you know, I was always trying to be like, I need to see the next stuff, yeah. you know, what's coming out. And like, you totally, it felt like you fell off the map and I, maybe I didn't see much of you until like the MTV sports and music festival. Like, yeah, yeah. like it just, I just was busy, yeah. not busy, but I was just riding my bike, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like so much of it, like all the time, you know, uh, you weren't burnt out or anything. I don't know. I was riding. Yeah. I just was like. I just, you know, it's like, how many times can you shoot photos all the time, you know? It's yeah. like, just want to ride your bike. It always has to be a production. That's the thing that's kind of sad about bike riding today, I feel like, is that I, and I, I may have this totally wrong because things have changed and times have changed and people have changed, but I feel like no one just goes and rides their bikes. Yeah, it just goes cruising. They just always, everyone's always trying to like get, make content to prove to everyone that they were out getting rad. Yeah. So I remember a few years ago, me and Jason Enns went on a trip up to the Dew Tour he was judging. So we drove up and we... Oh, the one in Portland. Portland. Yeah. So we drove up and like we were hitting spots, DIY spots and skateboards all the way and Corey Martinez, we saw Corey up there and he goes, dude, I can't wait to see your guys' footage, you know, it's going to be sick. And then like we realized we hadn't shot one clip. Yeah. And like, he's like, what do you mean you haven't shot one clip? He's like, and I'm just like, it was like that sort of like awake. It's like the camera just gets in the way. Yeah, just when you're just trying to chill. You just want to ride your bike. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Like it's always trying to document everything. It's like, bro... I just want to ride my bike, you know, like yeah. we shoot photos, but a lot of times we shoot photos now, it's like, shoot it and be done. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just was like, I don't know, it was that, and I was, I was working on other things, you know, we had a lot of projects going on, and I always was kind of different anyways. Yeah. So, uh, I had like, I, I, I kind of lived in the skater world. Yeah. So like, I'd be at Etnies and watching the skaters do these things, and I was like, why aren't we doing that? Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, bike riders at that point didn't want hear that they didn't want to think you know what i mean like bike riding is this weird sport back then it was like you have to be so hardcore you have to be poor you have to live on floors you can't do anything but ride bikes and you can't think or be into anything else now i've talked about this before where i think in the late 90s as much as it's now when you look back so many people romanticize about the late 90s bmx which there were so many great things terrible but but at the same time and i'm guilty of it too 
how hardcore BMX presented itself and the the rules that were laid down. I there think, were rules. Yeah, rules, but written by some very popular people in BMX that are dicks. Yeah, I they just, were not nice to the, a lot of people. The rules. I think have crippled it. It, it put a, a crippling effect on BMX totally. in the future. Like, here's here's what I here's one of my harebrained things. I feel I had buddies that would ride cruisers that were older back then. Yeah. If you rode a cruiser, you were a fucking weirdo. Yeah, my buddy, my buddy. You know what's weird? My crew. I can't believe I didn't mention this. That's crazy. The other dude that I rode with all the time was Tim Guerrero. Okay, he was a guy with my high school. Like when I was in high school, that was a dude I rode with. We raced together. I can't believe I didn't. He rode a cruiser. Yeah. So I was just like, it was just a bike. He's a tall dude. That's my. I had a buddy we call him Cruiser Lee. He still rides. He his first first photo ever of Burnside. He's airing the punk wall on a cruiser with knee saver bars. Yeah. And I was just like, he's a big dude. He rides a cruiser. Late nineties. Everybody's like, you can't do this. You can't bow leg. You yeah. can't have a cruiser. Can't have four piece bars. You can't. Your knees are out. Like it was crazy at that time. Yeah. Like, you would get blackballed because you had four piece bars. Oh yeah. I went to two-piece bars because I was always a four-piece yeah. bar guy. And that was one group of people doing that. Because freestyle became a bad word. Mm-hmm. If you were freestyle, you were lame. You yeah. were oh, freestyle. Okay, you have to tell me. I got the blunt of most of it. Yeah, I mean, you were definitely... Yeah. I mean, what I just felt in my little crew, because I was always a freestyle guy, and these guys were like racer trail dudes. Yeah. You know, it was like, you need to switch your bike up. You know, I was like, oh, I can't even have a platform. I got to tone this in. Like, it's crazy. You know, and I just was like, I'm riding what I have. Yeah, I'll ride. It. The thing was, is that at the end of the '90s, a lot of doors were open to me. Uh, not much doors, but like opportunities and things to see. So I was riding for Etnies and uh, started riding for Hurley '99, and I rode for Nixon in '99. And so I, I was on these teams that weren't bike related. Yeah, really. And they had all these other teams: skate, snow surf. And I was getting, I was getting to meet all these guys, and like, hey, you want to come on this? Surf trip, you want to come on this snow trip, you know? And so I was snowboarding in the winters and doing this. I mean, Tor McMurray said once in an interview that Mike shouldn't, he, he should be snowboarding 100 days a year. And Losey put it in and damn well knew it wasn't true. I mean, I snowboarded with Losey all the time and I was bummed on that. There was a lot of things written about me that were just blatantly not true. Um, but it was like, it doesn't take common sense to know that I'm not, I live in Southern California, I'm not snowboarding 100 years. Yeah. 100 years. You know what I mean? I lived in the mountains in the winter because it was ex- Cheap. Yeah. I could afford rent there. I could rent $300 a month for rent. Yeah. And I wrote... It's definitely like there's snow on the ground. <laughs> and snowboarded. I had a snowboard pass, so I snowboarded every day. And then I rode the ditch up there, and then on the weekends, I'd come down and ride. You know, I rode yeah. four or five days a week. Um, but that was a problem back then. Like, oh, yeah. Corey Bowen and, like, my, all these dudes who surf and do all these things now, is like, in the early, late 90s, you would have been oh. crucified or early 2000s for that. And I was, because I had all those other things. And I was like, when I first started doing fakey stuff... Um, that was because of snowboarding. I was like, those dudes go backwards and everything. Why can't we do backwards on yeah. things? You know, and like me, I was pulling from all these things and I was seeing all these people do all these other things and snowboard videos had wild setups. And I'm like, oh, we should build some wild setup. And so for me, I was pulling from all these things, but people didn't like that. And that destroyed me for years. Yeah, I, I think... It destroyed me. And and pl- that with a few loudmouth people who wanted to get on the bandwagon. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, Robbie, Robbie was one of them, you know, and Robbie, Robbie will say it now, you know, we're cool, we're fine now, it's, it's water on the bridge, but at the time, it was a very, um, it was a very uh, tense, tense time. With Robbie, it was tense back then for years, and I just think that we both, like, had our own views on what we were doing, and yeah. we were strong about it, and I have no, like, no hard feelings about it now, but there were years of things that were gnarly, you know, and, yeah. like, with the Etnies team, and uh, it was kind of, it was heavy, yeah. you know, and, like... Um, 
And there were other dudes. Uh, so there, and there were there were other dudes that had problems too, you know. And uh, I just it's one thing I have been, you know, is I've always been a dude who just tells it how it is. Yeah. And that rubs people wrong, the wrong way a lot of times. But I've also a dude who helps every single person who asks me to. Yeah. So it just depends on I think how you come at me and what you want, you know. Um, I just it's crazy because everything I did back then wouldn't even be no one would bat an eye at it now. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even with the stuff that's in Ford, like, filming Ford, I have all that snow stuff and fire stuff. And the fire stuff, I've said this a thousand times that people can't... That was for a short film we made that was about something else. Yeah. This stunt film we making. Yeah. And it never got used, so we just put it in there. And then the, the, the rail thing... And the rails and the snow stuff. Did my buddy Kurt Heine make that rail for you? I remember... The rail? Yeah. No, 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 I will Okay. I was like... Po- being Pova made it. Okay, cool, cool. I was like, I did it. I, I thought we talked about it back in the day, but I couldn't even remember. Because he was, like, filming all the... Uh, yeah. Forum stuff and back in the day and everything. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of that late 90s stuff, you know, stuff that we're still like, every company makes cruisers now. But guess what market came in? Everybody built dirt jumpers because no one wanted to make cruisers. Now you lost all that market to dirt jump bikes and, you know, that's just BMX yeah. always trying to, you know, cripple itself. And uh, yeah, it, it, it definitely felt like that, you know, yeah, in the late it was, 90s. It was crazy. Um, and I just want to reiterate, like there's, like there was a lot of, like there was a lot of pulling and pulling from everyone in other directions yeah. in, their, in the late nineties and early two thousands. A lot of hate, you know. Yeah. Uh, and not like joking around, busting your balls, hate. Like legitimately, like we're gonna make you hate them, you know. And all of us are all fine now, you know what I mean? It's like growing. Yeah, everybody's little kids. Yeah, but like at the time, it was like, you know, it was like, what is going on? I remember I tripped out because I was like so freestyle back then, and I was so reluctant to lean into that peer pressure and I eventually did cave because you were just like damn I can't find the part that I, I want but I remember when I saw Sandy Carson and Joe Rich take off uh, their front brakes and put two pegs on I was just lit. I was like oh are they, they, they trail riders now these guys just trail riders you know, oh we're gonna take the four pegs off and the front brakes so we can go ahead like I was just like this is ridiculous yeah. I was just pissed about it it's, I mean the two peg thing is so weird because I always ran four pegs yeah. I remember I mean there was a time I just ran right side but I was like I remember Van Homan saying to me on one of the was like why would you ride four pegs I was like so you could do stuff switch he's like why would you want to do that and I'm like what are you talking about and it was just like such a weird. It's just, I think it's like a mindset though. I don't know if he runs four pegs now no I he runs three I think he runs three yeah. um is he on two still? I think he still runs two. What's up, Van? Come on, man. You only got a few years left in you. Get some switch stuff. Uh, the but it's like I just always run four. I'm like, and for riding mini ramps. Yeah. If you, how do you ride a mini ramp without another set of pegs? I just always liked like because I don't want to do errors. That's a weird thing. Mini ramps used to be you do tricks and lip tricks and grinds, and then it turned into mini ramps are just like. Uh, Dudes who were too scared to be vert riders now have a mini ramp. So I'm like, I don't want to just do an opposite air. I want to like switch grind air and yeah. like overgrinds and all those things. So for me, I was like, I'm never taking that stuff off. And let's be honest, I never had that many tricks. So if I took my front brakes off, that's half my tricks. <laughs> yeah, I, I just always like, I don't even use my pegs that much, to be honest, nowadays. I'm just like ripping around, maybe slash grind, but it's just like, I like to have the option of just being like, oh, I can do this this move and... There's no yeah. reason for me to take it off or switch it up, you know. Just, yeah, just have my bike. I just, I'm just, I'm too old to be like dealing with trends. Yeah, like Jason Ends, he just fell for all of them. <laughs> no brakes, big bars. What are you doing, man? 
Oh man. Just fitting in. It's got Bieber's haircut. Like he just looks like he's nineteen years old. Just I, knew, I knew Jason when he was nineteen years old. <laughs> dude, Jason just gave me a video to cut up cut up for Instagram. Some dude gave him a tape that he had footage of him. It's him riding the old uh little warehouse in Winnipeg and it's twenty minutes long and I'm not kidding you. He does more tricks in that twenty minutes than I can do in my entire career bike riding. The first time I saw Jason ride, he like blew my. I was like, "Who is this dude?" Like he was doing all these crazy lip tricks. The second time, I second or third time I saw him ride, I had a hurt knee, so I was just filming up at our buddies at this jam because it was for like this video premiere for Infection Four, which is kind of like this big Northwest video. Yeah, there's like a big box jump for the time, like the downhill runway and an eight foot quarter after it. And Jason is, like, doing every lip trick on this eight-foot quarter. And he did just casual, half-bar spin tooth, half-out, half-bar spin tooth to no-foot-out. I have all this on film. But it was just, like, no one even thinks about that so stuff. Good. Like, I can't even pack. I suck at, like, two stalls. And he's just throwing half-bars into it. Yeah. Sticking it. like And everything, man. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, he's like, I call him the Canadian Feast because he's that attractive. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, he has more. He has so many tricks that... Like a full mini ramp champ, yeah. and yeah. Well, let's let's clarify something for Jason. He used to have that many tricks. Not anymore, huh, Jason? Jason, I tell Jason, Jason, we'll be riding. He'll be like, I'm like, man, I used to do that. Would you do that? He goes, in his response to all of them, I was like, yeah, I used to shit my diapers too. <laughs> so you know, I wonder if I wonder what we could do to see if Jason can do a half bar to tooth to half out. Oh, I try to get him to do it all the time. I try to get him to do the over tooth to XL oh, half yeah. bar three over the spine. Um, I think those, you know, I don't think Jason has to live like that no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? For a frame sand ice grind, deep to shallow in a pool, that would be nice. Any frame, even a frame sand ice pick would be so yeah. scary. Yeah. All these tricks that are so dumb looking, but are so scary and hard. A oh, frame sand ice pick. I mean, just so like, you're just asking to just die. Um, so yeah, now, so now we're in the, now we're in the 2000s Well, somewhere. I was going to say, after you, everything kind of went down and we saw that, I remember, uh. Nowhere Fast came out and you had a part. No one even knew you were going to, I think. I didn't. I, you know what's weird? Someone told me a couple years ago, like, oh, I love your part in Nowhere Fast. And I was like, I didn't. I'm like, I don't, not in that video. I didn't even know I had a part. Yeah, you have. I mean, I forgot. I mean, I remember Dave telling me like, all right, hey, we're going to film for a new video. Mike, you're not going to have it because you had the last part in the last video. You know? Yeah. And I was like, okay. But I wrote with everyone so much. It was just footage that he had of me. I just remember when that part came out. A, I was like, holy shit. Mike's got a part. I'm psyched. And then I remember watching it. It's totally different. And it was so much different than what I expected. You, you were riding to like some jazz. You were doing skids. And all skids. I mean, you. But now when you, I was basically Tate Ross Kelly. <laughs> basically Tate. I was you. When you. It's funny though when you look back on it because I was just like, this is like I wasn't against it. I was just like, this is interesting, and I didn't know how to process it because a coming out of that late '90s where you were so militant, yeah. I was like, this is interesting. Well, no, but Nowhere Fast came out in like 97 or 98. Well, oh, you're right. It was. Yeah. So I had, I had done Dirty Deeds and then Poor Boy. Was, I didn't even ride for Poor Boy. And Poor Boy was like, that hey, part- Steve was like, you want a part in the video? I was like, sure. I have all this old footage from a couple of years ago. So there's dirt jumping footage in that. Yeah. And that's like two years but old. But that, I totally... And then you- I went and did, yeah, I, I, Nowhere Fast... I mean, I'm sorry, that that had the first, like, big backwards feeble in something. Yeah, on Hub... Like, on, like a legit hide a hideout. It had uh, the first uh, rail manual. You had the, and the, uh, Even though Van told me once that I didn't invent that, we could go check the tapes again. But that was... Uh, <laughs> and the, the first pulled crooked grind, because you tried to crook it, and... I know you tried an oversight. 
Uh, you did a crooked down like a nine, the same rail you manual. I did a crooked in in Dirty Deeds, but it's like on a bank. It's, a, it's at a handicap. Okay. Um, this was like a first legit crooked. Yeah. And I don't remember or not, but I found footage of the same rail, so it must have been the same rails. I like regular switch, regular switch every trip. Yeah. On that. I found footage of that. Uh, so I did that, and so that came out. Wasn't the sawdust part of that video is insane. And then Nowhere Fast came out. Yeah, sawdust part in that video is And then Until Monkey's Fly came out. Yeah. And Until Monkey's Fly came out, I think had the first backwards rail in a video. I do it at the Saturday Night Civic Center. But that whole part was filmed in two days. Okay. Matt called me and says, Mark Eaton's coming out to film me this weekend for your video part. So I filmed everything in one day. I changed shirts on every spot because I thought that would be dumb. Yeah. A little no, it's probably cooler. Yeah. And then what, there's a rail, there's a kink trail that I do in the rain the next day and then the rain the next day. So I, that video part's filmed in one day. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The nowhere fast thing, though, I, I want to go back and look at it because thinking about like a lot of... It was just footage they'd had of me. Yeah, but just... I want you know a lot of dudes ride like that nowadays with the skids yeah. and the sliders and yeah. and stuff and yeah. I mean, it was just like I honestly I can't even tell you what that part looks like. I can't tell you. I can't. All I remember did some skid stuff and like at the Civic Center, but like I don't even remember. I remember maybe like, some stuff at the Seventh Street in San Pedro. Remember, there's a curved ledge you did along like opposite Phoebe to 180 on the. Oh, that was cool. That was like yeah. that was a rat. That school used to be so good. Um, yeah, you feeble on the grass side and around. Yeah, there. yeah. But it wasn't. Um, I didn't really was it was just sort of like uh, Dave filmed that from in a tree. Yeah, because uh, it was down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the I, it was kind of like the stuff I was goofing around on while they were killing themselves. Yeah, and Dave was like, I was filming while they're taking breaks, and then it ended up being apart. That's crazy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, then we kind of get into what I mean. There's forward then. There is forward. Then forward, and I like worked hard for forward. Yeah, we filmed for a long time for that, and then. Uh, had all that weird footage in it, but like the last minute of the video, yeah. Which after the fire ends, I pretty much, except for a couple clips that were from demos, I filmed all that in like two weeks. All yeah. the big bangers was in two weeks because I knew I'd, at that point I knew that the video wasn't could not, could maybe not come out for a long time, and uh, I was like, because Ruben had filmed his whole part, it was like groundbreaking. Oh yeah, yeah. But by the time it came out, everyone had already done it. Yeah, because it was years later, so I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm waiting my bangers to be like. Right before this video comes out, so I filmed them all in two weeks before and you, we started editing. You about killed yourself doing the flip out of the the rail. Didn't so the you? rail flip, the swing set, and that three sixty tail tap were all like all within ten days. Yeah, uh, I mean that rail flip. I didn't have any help. I was at a time when no one wanted to help really. Yeah. So I would drive around that thing on my bike rack, and then on top of the car, and I took it to the park, and I, I put it in the grass at the end of the sidewalk and put boxes down. And I tried to grind it to get off the end of it. Yeah. And I only had... Boxes are expensive, so I could only buy so many. I had like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, and so I made like a little pile of them. And I probably... I went off the rail a ton, and I only hit the boxes twice. I guess we get shot off the side. Oh, missing. my God. And so I got upside down both times I went off the end and landed on my chest. And I was like, all right, let's go do it. And then we... That, that ditch you did. We took it to the ditch. Because I knew people were going to have a problem. Like you said, that time everyone was hating everything. Yeah. So like I knew people were going to have a problem that I built this rail. And so I was like, I'm going to make it so no one can ever, no one can say anything. And someone can't do it tomorrow. I mean, look, someone just did it. It took that long. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the uh, so I put it in a ditch and I got killed. There's there's probably 50 or 60 tries of me just going off and injecting down that thing. How'd your, bi- your bike was probably just trashed. Everything right? was trashed. But then I landed on my knuckles, on my chest once, and like grinded my knuckles I think that down. one's in the video, isn't it? Nope. It might be. I don't know, maybe in the slam section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had to wear gloves because I don't wear gloves because that's a that's like an East Coast thing, you know. <laughs> uh, 
because gloves are ridiculous in Greenland if you live in Southern California. Uh, and so I have gloves on in that photo because there's so much blood all in my grips. Wow. So, uh, but yeah, that and um, the, yeah, did the swing set grind go pretty easy? It or? took a lot of tries. It was harder than I thought because uh, and everyone's like, "Oh, you got a ramp board." I'm like, "It's like the kicker's like a foot tall. Calm down." Yeah. And like at that time, no one was really doing big up stuff, you know. And uh, it was just a kink was so harsh. You had to pedal so fast at it. I mean, I'm sure someone now could do it. Yeah. Back then, I could have never done it. But also that ground, it was like that weird foam. So when you try to bunny up off it too, oh, you kind yeah. of lose a pop. I didn't know it was like the foam. So if you look at like the photo sequence of it, you see my when I come down because I end it in the ground when I come yeah. up it, my wheel looks like my tire goes flat, but it's going into the foam. So when you try to bunny up on that, it didn't really. You just lose your pop. Yeah, but it was it was like the, the curve was like up and over, but it was also like this. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like a bull corner and so it was actually like you got ejected a few times. But I had like a line of like twenty kids just watching. They probably freaked out. Yeah, there's little kids waiting to use a swing set. <laughs> but it took, it probably took like 20 or 30 tries. But I mean, you're pedaling as fast as you can into it. Yeah. Over this grass hill. And then, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was stoked. I was stoked um, on that part. Uh, you know, everyone had, a, that was a part that sort of set everything apart where people like weren't into me because all that weird stuff. Did you get a lot of weird oh, feedback grief. on it? Oh, yeah, yeah. People like, I didn't even go to the, I didn't even go to the premiere because there was so much hate. You know, there was like, there was pretty big dudes that like stood up and yelled stuff. At my part. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then I remember Edwin, someone told me Edwin stood up and was like, shut the fuck up to everyone, which is pretty rad. Um, but it like, you know, it's one of those things where like, I was the guy to hate for that little while. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, it was just because I was doing my own thing. I didn't care what anybody else was doing. I was like, I'm snowboarding this weekend. I'm riding this. I'm riding that. Yeah. And at that point in BMX, people, it was probably hard for people to understand. I was like, if you didn't have this look and you weren't friends with this guy, you weren't doing these things, then you weren't cool. Yeah, you know, I was like, okay. Well, no, I mean it was. I mean, it's totally always cool. been. There's always. It's, it's always, always been, that, but it was different then. Yeah, no, it, because now everyone. There's tons of uncool people in bike riding. <laughs> let's, let's be honest, guys. But uh, but you know, it's like all the uncool people have like uncool friends to do it with. Yeah, and they're all doing uncool shit, uh, and then you know we all think we're doing cool shit, but we're not. If you really think about it, like when you break it down, you're like everyone's just doing their thing. Yeah, everyone's just doing their thing. Like, just be cool. Like, it, no one has to do the same thing to like. To be cool and ride together, you know? It's okay if people aren't doing the same thing. It's like just people are just so... I mean, I say that, but I also am probably the biggest voice of giving people shit for some of the dumb stuff that goes on now. <laughs> but it's more like in good fun. It's just I think the sense of humor has kind of got lost a little bit. It, yeah, everything. it's so weird. It's hard It's hard to get psyched when you see a new video part come out. When this... When, like, somebody just had a welcome to the team edit, and it was like... It was terrible. It was like, it made you like, well, we can all be pro again, I guess. Because it was like, it was terrible. It was like skids and like chinks and like, you're like, it's hard when you see dudes. Because I look at it like I stood on the backs of like Hoffman and uh, Dave Clymer and Keith Trainer and uh, Pete Augustine and Eddie Fuel. You know what I mean? All yeah, these yeah. people that were like Dave Volker. And then Who we had we? our lead and then Van Homan's. Then you like kind of, I feel like Van is kind of like the generation after mine a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like the next generation. Not after mine, but like the step, one step. Yeah. And then, then Van had all this gnarly stuff, and then you're like, and then all of a sudden, uh, I really feel like it was like the come up came out, and they sponsored all these people who weren't really good enough to be sponsored, and they could push their stuff and say how cool it was. Yeah. You know, some of those dudes turned out to be some of the best dudes ever, you know? Yeah. But like, really, it was like they made it cool to do nothing. Yeah, I mean, and then and then then it just got cool. I and some of it. Let's not let's not let's not take it wrong. 
The stuff dudes do today is harder than I, stuff I will ever or could ever done in my entire life. Yeah. But here's my issue with it. Dudes can bunny hop like over dumpsters now. Yeah. Dudes can bunny hop over dumpsters. But for some reason, most video parts are filmed on ledges that go up halfway below their knee. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, what you're doing is rad, but go do it on something real. Don't do that. To us, that's a skate park ledge, you know? Like, yeah. that's what you learn it on. It's like, if I could bunny up that high, I wouldn't. I would only be grinding things that were dividing borderlines. I'd be driving fences that were between <laughs> properties. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, that's the thing that baffles me. You guys, dudes are the best they've ever been in their entire life. And it is underutilized the most. I do feel like still some of the, there's still some of that layover from rules. Because I remember watching a video with somebody in my shop. Like, you know, I, was wa- I was watching a bunch of kids in this. Uh, somebody went up and did a 540 wall ride on a bank to wall. Right. And they were like... Oh, it doesn't count. And I was like, what do you mean it doesn't count? Oh, there's a bank. I'm like, now we can't ride banks? I'm like, are you really taking banks out of the equation, kid? I go, you're... I love that, like, <laughs> landing flat is cool. I'm like, you're really just making it so not... I'm like, a bank to wall is probably one of the best I things mean, ever. It, it's crazy because, like, you know, kids nowadays don't even know. You know, they don't even yeah. know what's happened. I mean, I see people, like, do some like, oh, never been... NBD, you're like, no, that was done 30 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's not their fault, and like it's it's crazy because you have dudes like Dennis Anderson who are like clearly the best bike rider ever. Oh yeah, live, yeah, you know, and Nathan Williams, you know, yeah. Um, two of the like two those two dudes are the dudes that everyone should like strive to be right. Yeah. Um, but you have all these dudes that are so good, but it's a weird thing. Is like I don't get. It's like here's a good example. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sandoval. Yeah. Uh, why is his name? Daniel. Daniel Sandoval. Yeah. Sorry, Daniel. I was in Germany, and they were weird. One of the X trials, I was doing something for GoPro there, or one of the X games. Yeah, yeah. And um, Bull Connors, a street, a bull, whatever they call it, was about to start, and I'm like, oh, I'm out of here. He's like, you're not going to keep around and watch? I'm like, no. It's literally the most boring contest yeah. ever. Ever. He's like, what are you talking? He was like genuinely annoyed by it. I'm like, well, look at Daniel. You're generally probably one of the most 10 talented dudes on a bike. And you've decided to do all the same tricks as everyone else. And you decided to make yourself... And you decided to emulate Daniel Durer's style. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, come out with your own shit. Like, you guys are all... That's the thing that's crazy about this. There's some dudes... Most dudes. Almost everyone. Everyone but me, pretty much. Are literally... (laughs) They're literally the best... It's doing the best bike run it's ever been. But they're all just following this, like track of what I don't understand when I watch a video like you could watch like a chat that new Chad Curley video just came out yeah it's like Chad does all this stuff and kids are like alright I'm gonna go do that stuff on that those spots and film a video part yeah You're like what are you talking about like you should look at that video and go okay how do I take this and make it better yeah right or, like, or make it mine and make it mine yeah like it's weird to me that people want to ride famous spots all the time I get it every once in a while but it's like that's just the spots now you know like Go to a different rail, man. Just yeah, or they want to go there and one up each other on yeah, the, the like same just spot. Go, like it's so weird. It's just a strange time to to uh, to. It's just weird. I mean, it is, and I guess there's nothing wrong with it. Maybe I'm just old, but it's like I, I hope the people listening aren't taking that as like me dissing them. I'm not taking dissing them. Thing I just said, literally, you guys are better than bikers and people have ever had before. Yeah, you've just closed your mind off to what bike riding is it needs a little more freestyle oh yeah you know what I mean like don't be afraid to like go and like you know what I mean like travel your own path a little bit 
take your style, take these other dudes you like riding, and make it something new. Yeah. And and this is the other trend that's really weird. They think that means doing nothing. Like how so? Like all of a sudden, foot plants are cool. <laughs> what the fuck, guys? Foot plants are cool if you're doing a fast plant over something. Yeah. Or it's into something. Or we're talking about like the feeble where you put your foot down. Yeah, and you, know, you know what, what happens when you feeble and you put your foot down and go over the ledge? That's what happens when you're learning how to feeble and you're falling <laughs> and you're just trying not to crash. Stop putting your foot on the ground. I mean, like, like time out, do like a foot plant over on the ground over a wall. Like, gnarly. Yeah, That's yeah. different because you're like doing something. But if you're just foot planting over like a wall. Or if you're not springing up. Look, I'm going to tell you something about foot, about foot plants. If you were playing a game of foot down, you would be out. All right? Stop doing it. Stop. Stop foot planting up and chinking your peg on shit. Like, you know what I mean? Unless it's like an obstacle that just, it's just, it's just the sickest thing ever. Like, that's not being creative. That's literally trying to do less. Do nothing. Here, ride your bike. Go do nothing. Let's film something, but just do less. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing ever. I mean, I'm not saying it's not fun. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying don't put it in your video parts, man. Unless that's the best trick you have at that point. Or like the one where they ro- somebody rolls on their back and flips off them. Yeah, yeah. Like, unless that's a, where you're at in your level of riding, you know, always try to do your best. But if you're past that, stop it. <laughs> stop it. And I have a couple people who are my friends. They know they're, I'm giving them hell right now. And they're all into it. But, yeah. No, I... I, I Christian, you heard me. <laughs> I love you. Knock it off. Uh, oh, my God. Um... Well, it's crazy, man. No. You see I, these dudes are like the best dudes ever, and you're like, what just happened? You ended it with putting your foot on the ground. No, I mean, I, I watch things, and I'm like, there'll be like signature frame for so-and-so, and I'm like... Who, you're, and you're like, who is that? Well, a, I can <laughs> say who is that for street dudes, and if you get into the park dudes... There's so many dudes. You know, but there'll be like signature... You're like, this dude's pro... I'm like, I'm not saying he's not a good bike rider, or he's right and right... But well, I'm like, I don't think this dude could roll in on a vert ramp. And not saying that he has to ride vert. No. But I feel like if you are a pro-level bike rider... You should be able to at least navigate your way through you, everything. You're like, oh, I could go to some trails and jump the trails. I'm better at this style. Yeah. But I can handle this. There's dudes where I'm like, I don't... I don't no, I don't think that, that's going to happen. There's pros out there who like can't roll in a six-foot ramp. No, I, I... And you're like, what's happening? Yeah. You know, like, you don't have to... To everything, but like, how did you? It's not like what, not like why are you pro? How it's did like, you miss that learning how did, process? Wait, how did you never go to a six foot? Yeah, in this day and age, there's a skate park in every corner. It just, but you know, that, and that's not like that's not a diss. It's just like it's strange. It's confusing. It's confusing. Like, how did you get there? And it's you like, know? do you think it's not fun because it's really fun? Everything is fun. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure, like riding these little ledges, it's not for me, but it's riding bikes, and if you're into it, it's fun. I get that. Yeah, it's fun. I just find it strange that like when you have the top pros. I got you doing stuff, but it's time to film a video part. Step it up. Yeah. Let's see it. You know what I mean? Like, every time I film a video part, I'm like, I'm going to film a video part that I can spend time on, you know? Like, that that I can't reproduce, that someone can't go and reproduce right away. Yeah. Like, that was always my goal. Or something that I don't ever want to do again. Yeah. Even that last one I did. like The United I, one? Yeah, I mean, like, the last two were United ones, but even then I was like... I mean, oh, the, the, the caveman frame one, you beat the shit out of yourself. Yeah, we filmed that in three, 17 days, over three months. Because you had to do a movie or something, right? Well, I was busy, but it was raining a ton in California. And so we had like a little bit, and we were trying to get the frame out. Yeah. So we were on a deadline. It was kind of a last minute. It was really going to be a frame promo. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do a real one. Yeah. There's all these spots I've been looking at. And I didn't put a, I didn't put a motor part out for like six or seven years. What was the one before that? United one. Okay, yeah. United, uh, welcome to the team, kind of. You know, yeah. You know, with the S-Rail. Yeah. Um, and so... 
uh, that I was like, yeah, I killed myself. I would have, I didn't get everything I wanted, which is the bummer, but I was happy. I mean, yeah. I wasn't, I, in my head, I had let filming go a long time ago. Yeah. I just filmed for fun, you know? Uh, I mean, we film stuff all the time, but it's never like. I mean, you're always filming the pool stuff. Yeah, yeah, but we're never like, this is it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get this like, I mean, there's like. When it comes to some of the... We were talking, Hold on, I got one more beef about edits. Hit me with it. This is a crazy one that hit I don't me. get, because I would love for someone to explain this to me in the comments below. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what is the deal with the music and videos now? They're all like this slow, sort of like, this really always slow music, and I feel like, I know there's music rights things, but that's fine, I get it. I mean, put it on Vimeo. You know what I mean? I don't know. Oh, no one wants, I'm even back up. No one wants that Vimeo. Okay. Well, no whatever. one wants that Vimeo. To me, it's worth it to have the song, because here's the thing is, you put a song, a good song, people will remember that part forever. Oh, no, I know that, yeah. There's video parts that are so good I've seen and I can't remember a thing about them. And I don't know why they put, like, these slow songs and everything. It's like you're trying to make a video part that no one will remember. No, I, I get that. That will have yeah. no impact. The, the whole YouTube aspect with it, with song rights, you know, and kids are... Like, but now, can you now on YouTube, can't you use whatever song you want and they just... They, if you get advertising, it goes to the I'd ar- say maybe artist. it's, like, 85%. Like, when I was trying... I've been putting up those parts from Clowns Full of Hate. Yeah. And the Thrasherland part, the vert part, I was like, I'll put up the vert contest because it was a sick vert contest. And the song got, song got flagged. It was like some, it wasn't KMFDM, but some like weird industrial thing. I'm like, who the fuck? What cares? Yeah, I'm like, how the fuck is this banned worldwide? I'm like, so stuff still does. I get that, but yeah. it's like, figure it out. Yeah. It, figure it out. I mean, I think it's in a weird transition. At least have music that hits on the beat to some of the stuff. You know, like, it's weird when I see a banger and it's just like, and I'm like, really? I will never remember this thing that you did that was so gnarly. Who are some of the dudes right now, since we are talking about, who are some of the dudes when stuff does come out that you're, like, excited to see? I mean, anything from Nathan Williams, anything from Dennis. uh, I mean, all the California, San Diego dudes I'll watch because I feel like I have a little bit of allegiance to all those dudes. Yeah. Um, Pretty much my friends. You know, I got to a point where, like, there's so much stuff that comes out. That, and it's hard to see it all. Like, I don't spend every day on the internet trying to watch. Yeah. A lot of times parts will come out. I don't even know. I won't see it for a while. And I'll see a clip of it on Instagram and I'll go, have to go back and find it. Yeah. Because um, this is so much. But if if, I, if it's one of my friends, I'll, I'll like really look forward to it, you know. I I like to see people who are like legitimately, j- looks like they're riding bikes. Yeah. Right? Like, or they know their bicycle. They know their bike. They know how to ride a bicycle. I used to say that. You know? And it's not the same four tricks in a row. I mean, which is hard for me to say because I can only do four tricks. But the four tricks in a row in different places. It's yeah. like, dude, I want to see variety. I want to see a dude like, I, I like to see spots too. Like, I like to see new spots. Yeah. To me, that's like everything. I used to say that about Ardeline. You know, he's been out of the scene for so long. But I always just like the way he pedaled his bike. Really? Yeah. I, I like. I'm trying to think of where. I like, like the way he did Superman sea grabs. I mean, yeah, Mike's got like three incarnations. That was back when they used to call him the Wrecker. <laughs> But I always just kind of like, I remember there was a, a Mosh video that came out and I was just watching it and I'm like, I just like watching him pedal his bike between Yeah, he tricks. had a cool pedal. Like I was just like. I would have never watched the Mosh video, but. But it, I, <laughs> just I enjoyed watching, because you can. I think he was my roommate when that came out. Yeah, so you just like, yeah, I mean, you just want to get yeah. at your room. Yeah, but I, I liked watching him just pedal, because you could tell he was just comfortable on his bike, like he knew it. And if you rode long enough, you could see that and just appreciate that little nuance, you know? Yeah. So, it's like there's dudes that I like. There's dudes that I that ride stuff that I'm not necessarily into the way they ride, but I'm like, not. The, I'm sorry, I'm not listening into that kind of riding. Yeah, but it's like Chris Kyle. I watched like I didn't know much about him. Like I'd seen him ride. I was like, dude's good. And then I saw him ride in person at uh, 
that last source contest. Yeah. And it, I was like mystified on some dudes when you see him riding person. I was mystified that it was like he was like the science of bike riding was different for him. Yeah. He was doing things with his bike that I was like, how's that possible? Yeah. And like I see dudes like that, and I'm like, how has that dude never had a video part that was just like the part that shut everyone down? I mean, the last BSD video was pretty. Yeah, but it's like here's the thing: is it's like, but you're only reaching one person. Like he's a ramp rider. So is he only really only reaching like that one person? How does he? How does like? How does it doesn't exist that he has a part that is just in all these raddest spots ever doing all his stuff? Like imagine him doing all his stuff in like crazy ditches and yeah parts where you're just like this is like make it a street part. It, he's got street. I he mean, does, I mean, you know, I've seen him do some street, but I, I guess all the stuff I see him on Instagram mostly is that. And it's like every time I hear the name, like I gotta see it. Yeah, I want to see Chris Scott. He just does stuff. Everything looks so rad. No, he's definitely everything looks so beautiful. He's definitely. Either than when he rolls on his back, I can't go with the roll at the back thing. Yeah, I mean whatever. But, but no, I mean I, when I see I can't him, say anything about when it, I, I see him rip, when I see him ripping those bowls and he'll be doing like some crazy gap to like Ruben Wall coming in, but it'll be like totally off axis where you're like, I don't even know how you made it over there. I don't know. No, there's he did one the other day. It was like a wall ride, and another wall, ride, and I'm like, I don't even know how you made it that far. It was like yeah, where your bike even it's like when that Dakota. Right uh, with, uh, with Dakota like wall ride something that hops like 12 feet back in the yeah. bank you're like I don't know how that works yeah well Dakota's got arms yeah, that Dakota's, are size of like a that's another one Dakota is one I watch Dakota to me is like the last of the gladiator bike Dakota ride. because every, it's not like there's not a bunch of like 16 gimmick tricks in a run he'll still ride the ledge things but, but it's power it's, in it's there. power there's power and there's like definition in it it's and fi- good spot there, choice and finals like, you, you, like it, it feels like very final when he lands like boom, that was it that yeah. was it and so, yeah, um, Dakota's one, man. It's nuts. Yeah, Dakota, I, when he... I feel like he, he's got a little... There's like a little Pete Augustine in there mixed with like... So, you know, like, just he's like... He'll be riding all this like stuff, but he's like so much higher, so much more pop. And I, I don't know, he just has a good... Powerful. The aggression that he brings... I mean, he, and he can ride everything. Yeah, he can ride everything. He, he can ride everything. But the, he just has this... This aggression that he brings to spots that you're like, oh, that 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 place is that that spot's in trouble right now. Dakota's gonna fuck it up, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, it's just, but it's, it's just everything. He he's, he's, he has such the, he has the best wall rides and bunny hops that like that nothing. It look, everything he does looks like he's coming out of a ramp. Yeah. No. It's yeah. So weird. I'm like, how? Yeah. How? I because he's got tree trunks for arms. Yeah. And Chase Hawk too, man. I love watching Chase ride. Yeah, and that's and Chase was someone back in the early days. I was like, some kid who's riding Rams, who cares? Yeah. And like over the last ten years, I've just been like, dude, it's so good. And his is like the whole opposite end of Dakota the way he I rides. Know. You totally know, different. Like, and you know, he rides. I mean, we ride a lot of pools, obviously, but like you know, especially the last couple of years, and that honestly is it, that's more about just finding pools than it is riding them. And he will come out and have pool sessions, and you he drops in, and there's something so beautiful about it. You're just like, yeah. Oh. It's like watching. It's like watching. It's like watching. Remember the first time you ever saw Hoffman ride a vert ramp? Yeah. It's like can can look back. No hanger. Swing legs, and it's, everything just looks so big and powerful and pretty, and like, and like that's how his looks. Just like perfect perfection at like ah, that foot or two feet higher than comfortable for yourself. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's dangerous. Like you're, well, oh, that's, that's dangerous. That's oh, that is dangerous. With the last Etnies video that came out with Chase's part, his part was my favorite in it. By the way, I think they blew it on that video. Go oh. ahead. They'll start some waves right there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think they blew opportunities on that video. How so? They, it's called Etnies Chapters. Yeah. And they didn't include any of the old dudes. They have all this footage of the video is so long. Well, there's, I mean, Joe. Joe, yeah. The, Ruben. 
Okay, so two dudes. I mean, how yeah. rad would have been a section be if you had like a couple clips of me, a couple clips of Nate Hanson, a couple clips of Joe Rich, maybe a clip or two of Taj, a couple clips of Brian Tirada, like yeah. a couple clips of Dave Freiman. Even in the DVD extras, it's called Chapters. How rad would it have been? I'm not saying a full part, but you could have had a two minute part with all of two clips in it. It would have people out minds would have been blown. Yeah, I, can, I, I think can so. See that. And there's a couple things where I like. I think, uh, and maybe it's just because like like Chase's part, which is insane. Mm-hmm. But like to me, his banger is in the middle of this part. Which one do you think his banger? That is? banger is that 360 thing he does in the pool. He goes over like, oh yeah, that is like so, the thing Ruben did in that ditch kind of, but he did it in the pool. That's insane. Yeah, see, like that's insane to me. Like the, there's a couple bangers mixed up. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but it's just one of those videos of weird music too. I thought like I did, it didn't have the impact I was hoping it would have on me uh, as a whole. Like if you look at all the writing, you know, the part I did like was Aaron Ross's. If you look at all the writing, the writing is at, a, at a, an extraordinary level on everyone's part. And then, you, but the video itself, I felt as a whole didn't deliver that feeling I was looking for. And that yeah. could just be me because I have such a, a long history with Etnies and Etnies videos that I was like, this is going to be the video that I watch and I'm like, I, you hand this torch off to these dudes that are like, this is insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, I want to go ride my bike. And I realized like, oh, that was good. Here, but it wasn't. Well, that's wasn't. the thing. Sometimes, so when you watch a video nowadays, some of them are so crazy, you, you, you want to be inspired. Like the last video that, I watched. And that's my fault. Yeah. The Credence video that just came out, I actually watched, and I was very excited to to go ride afterwards. And I think there's a breakdown on that. Like when I watched Chase Hawk's part in that East video, yeah, everything he rides, I go, I'm a above mediocre bike rider. The older I get, I mean, it's it's you stretch it a little bit. Go ahead, yeah. But <laughs> everything Chase rides in there, I'm like, I can ride that. So I can watch it and be like, picture myself in that session, picture what I'm going to do. Picture myself going yeah. three feet lower than him, but <laughs> <laughs> that's all. By the way, that's all of us. Yeah, but just enjoying. I'm like, oh, look at that spot, look at that pool, and I can bring myself into that part. It looks fun. Yeah. Then you have Nathan's part, which Nathan's part is so mind blowing, but it didn't inspire me the same way as Chase's because I go I can't relate to it. I go even at my peak of riding rails and stuff. I can't even touch. Yeah, because because Nathan's like four. Yeah, I'm like, you know what I mean, he's like not like not that like he's a giant dude, but he's like he's just just like he's like a, a, a like a god. You yeah, know what I mean, like, I'm like I can't touch. But. Like I watch it, and it's almost like I'm there to admire something in a museum than to go. It's like watching Mega Ramp. It's can, like watching a dude do a 20 foot McTwist. You're like, this is amazing, but I don't really get what's happening because I can't. I mean, I can kind of comprehend it. I but can't put myself in I, that position. I, but the chase one, I can put myself in it. Yeah. And I know some dudes are going to... There's definitely going to be people like Shad and Mike are very old. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they just don't... And I get I get it. You can... But, you know, we might... The thing is, is that we're old, but maybe maybe you think we don't get it, but maybe we actually get it more than you. Yeah, it's Because I, I can... I always think I'd be a great judge because I don't care who wins. Yeah. I don't care. I want the best dude to run it. And I like... I, riding. I like ramp riding. I like medium treatment ramps. I like airs. I like all that stuff. I like freestyle put, yeah, and I like style. I like it all put together to make, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't care. I have no judgment on, like, who's cool when it comes to a contest. Yeah. Uh, because let's put it, half you dudes who enter contests ain't cool. So you gotta put that right off the bat. Well, that's gotta be gone right there. Well, with the whole Olympic thing, it's gonna get a lot, of- <laughs> a lot on cooler. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about the Olympics thing. But you know what? It's like, look at the big picture. 
BMX the Olympics, it's only going to mean better for BMX. I, see, I'm going to disagree with you. I mean, more kids will see it. Uh, okay. But then again, maybe not because who watches the Olympics anyway? <laughs> you want to hear my breakdown on it? Yeah. Okay, so I, you know, if you don't the, know. The only thing I can say is states and countries will be spending money on it. Centers. I agree, I agree so with there that. may be more of that. And I'm not, I'm not, this is not me trying to take a stab at anybody that's going to be on the Olympic team because I have friends there and I'm super. I don't even know anybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dennis but, Winslow, I think. But. <laughs> I, already if, gave, I already gave him the gold. If he even is in it, like. Um, but the way I look at it is, I've snowboarded since the late 80s. Yeah, I, you are old. But yeah. How old are you? Almost 42. Oh, you're way older than me. Yeah. So. You know who else is older than me? Jason Enns. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I look at snowboarding in the Olympics and I am so bored. Like, I love snowboarding. It's yeah. awesome. I look at it in the Olympics and I just change the channel. There's nothing there. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing there I want to see because there's nothing there that connects with me. So with the only the, time you watch the Olympics is if your friends are on it. Yeah. So with the Olympics with BMX, the, the courses they build, like those big feist courses and stuff. And this is just my opinion. I mean, I'm just throwing this out here as my two cents. Everybody thinks I'm shit crazy anyways. No one rides park. No one's skate parks look like those skate parks first off. So if a kid yeah. sees that, he's like... How am I going to go ride this? You ride cement bowls. Yeah, or but, pl- yeah but it doesn't have to look like that. It, it just, it, they, a skate park translates into that. Oh, we have one. I can go start doing yeah, that. Yeah, but here, here's the whole thing. I don't think when kids see that on TV, it's going to translate them to want to get bike. Because when you're a younger kid, you're going to see people doing like 1280s. You're going to be seeing people spin this. A lot of dudes that are in those contests, especially when it's going to be presented in the Olympics, it's going to be in like a strict uniform. Yeah. To and and but you got to think, but that's a different person. Like the sports change; it, it's different. The kid that you were were got into BMX no, no, is not the same kid, no, kind of kid that gets into. Let it me now. let me finish with it. So a kid's going to well, hurry it up. This is my podcast. Okay. Chad's. <laughs> a kid's going to see all that, and I just don't think it's going to fully attract him to it. And if a kid wants to get into it, like if a kid doesn't live in like a bigger city, I I feel like it's almost going to make it a little more elitist. I don't know. I don't think it's going to hurt it. I don't. To be honest with you, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care who's in it. I don't care who runs it. I mean, the, I what it care. does come down to, it's like I do just really just care about me and, and my by, friends. And by the, yeah, but because that's what happens when you get old. It just becomes down to you and your friends riding. Bikes. Yeah, I don't. When it comes down to it, all I care is that I get to go ride every other weekend with Jason, Tarada, Laser, and whoever else is in town and yeah. Thorn. You know what I mean? Like that's all that really matters. And who you know when dudes come in town, it doesn't matter. And to be honest, it doesn't even matter what we ride. As long as we get to go hang out and like no, shoot I'm, the shit and I'm like with them right now and I yeah just go ride around and grind a couple things and you know just not be working yeah that's it just because guys this whole ride thing is gonna it's some way will end I always and tell you'll me, have to get a job I tell people I go when I go ride especially all I want to do is kind of go fast and high and just make it feel like I'm 14. Like, what do you, what do you I, I mean so when are you gonna get there because I've seen you go plenty fast yeah the high thing. I mean. <laughs> But you know, you know what I'm talking about where you're just trying to capture that thing where you were like a younger kid. Yeah. Like I'm out with my buddies. We're yeah. exploring something. Lately it's been fun with all, everyone because we've been like trying to relearn all our old tricks and it feels like it's brand new again. Yeah. Like you get, we do tricks that are, I'm going to tell you right now, darn near embarrassing. What, name a few. No. No. Uh, they're darn near embarrassing that we relearn and that we're, it's just, it's like. Name one, name one Jason tried. Like, like, name one Jason tried. <laughs> Uh, Jason, well, Jason's been putting some turndowns in, which is pretty good. Mm. But he's been doing those. Uh, let's see what else Jason's been working on. Uh, oh, he just did trucks again. He hadn't done truck in a while. Oh. So he went did, but he did like this son of a bitch. He hadn't done a truck in years. Yeah. Went to Woodward. First try to the foam. Like, you could hear the bars. Then on the resi. 
Then the skateboards, and then he started doing them. But yeah, even just but like the exciting of doing one, like a truck means nothing now. Yeah. But like when you haven't done one in a long time, and you get you know, it's like feels rad. Yeah. I would know, but yeah. You've done a few truck drivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't do them that day. Um, I have to throw the bar switch, so it just that's what I never learned them because I throw the I bars the, the wrong way too. In Dirty Deeds, I do a truck driver, and if you look at it, I do a switch bar spin. But watch the footage. I take my hand, I put it upside down. Oh, the one where you tagged on the box show? Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, in my defense, there was like six people doing truck drivers back then, pal. No, I know. I'm just being. I can. I never. I did a 180 bar spin once, and that was about as far as I got because I throw the bars the wrong way. I'm shitty at bar spins. How long is this? Um, well, we've been on talking now. Hour and twenty five. We should probably wrap it up soon. I got. All right, I got things to do. Let's wrap it up. Let's talk a little about the. You want to talk about some stunt stuff and then? Sure. Yeah. So, so I feel like around like grounded. Were you starting to do stunt stuff then? Oh no no, I've been doing stunts since high school. Really? Yeah. So I started doing bikes, like some bike stunts and commercials, and I was doing like uh, this show called in the late eight nineties. The show called Pacific Blue. I would double. Oh yeah yeah. Some of the mountain bike cops. Um, Wasn't Fiola a stuntman in that? Fiola Fiola's been a stuntman since uh, Rad. Yeah. Um, he wised up. And I, what I should have done is wise up to quit riding bikes and just been a stuntman. Um, but uh, bikes always came first, so I would do random stunt jobs here and there. And then around 2005 was a, probably the first time we did that movie Stick It. Oh, yeah. Sequence in the beginning. I think it was 2005, 2006. Um, I think it was 2005. A girl um, that I know, that's what got her into bike riding. So, yeah. So, I designed that stunt sequence in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, they had kind of had one designed, and then I redid it to make it better. Um which was actually real. I did that whole thing. I feebled the ladder 360 and then dropped in the slide. It was pretty, oh, wow. pretty scary. It was all four feet wide. It was sketchy. All like scaffolding coming off the house. But so then at the, after I did that job, um, uh, Jimmy Romano, I think, was, uh, he'd hired, he, he was coordinating that or co-coordinating it. And he, his first job, he someone hired me and let me do something besides bikes. Yeah. And it was for like a show called E-Ring, I think. And I just played like, you know, drug dealers, like henchmen or something. Yeah. Getting shot. And then, then it was just then it was job after job and then uh, you know then we did a mall cop and that was pretty big yeah. stunts and then being actors in it too and then you know I did a I've done quite a few you know a lot of TV shows I wish I could remember them all because I didn't put them on my IMDb back then so I can't remember them all but you got like um, horrible bosses two uh, American Sniper oh wow um, Captain America Winter Soldier Ant Man. Uh, Gardens of Galaxy, uh, two Walking Dead. No, not Walking Dead. I wish I almost had a a, a, a car crash on that. Um, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, new Lethal Weapon show. I'll work on that last a couple weeks ago. I'll do oh, right. I work on that again on Tuesday. Just worked on a new Marvel movie last week. Captain Marvel just started. Oh, the, so, well, the yeah, Cap- the, the girl. Chick. Yeah, yeah. So I, I worked three days on that last week. Um, yeah, so it's just. Plugging away at that, I mean, I wish I could work. I would, if I could work every week, I would. That'd be the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And then somehow we skipped all the stuff about, you know, Stranger in Danger and all that stuff. But that's fine. Leave that for another one. Yeah, we can do Cause that because that, that is an entire. Documentary. Well, I mean, we can always do another one someday. Yeah, I know you're kind of in a little time crunch today, so. But yeah, so that's it, man. And I'm just I'm trying to do stunts, ride my bike about every as much as we can. Yeah, we all go out, ride pools, and uh, yeah, pool thing's a weird thing. Because it's like kind of popular now. Do you think you've kind of you guys kind of brought it back? I mean, I don't know if we brought it back, but I mean, it's always been there. It's always been there. I mean, I've been riding pools for since the nineties. You know, yeah. First pull over was in high school. Um, I remember one. <laughs> another story, uh, but uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. 
Um, what we, I'll tell you, we were all riding this, there was a van show, and we were all riding this big pool at this park in like, like no, it would have been like uh, Norwalk or something. Yeah. And it was like all of us. It was like all the POWs, bunch of dudes from England. And so the cops bust us, and they're like, we're coming through the fence, and we're telling his name, and where we're from. And it was like 20 of us, and everybody was from a different state or country. Yeah. And the guy was like, is this the Olympics? You know, and Aqaba came through, and he was like, "What's your name?" He's he's like probably thirteen. He's like, "Mike Aqaba." He's like, "You better be lying to me. I'll knock your block off, Aqaba." <laughs> <laughs> this is, anyways. Uh, but yeah, so we're just riding as much as we can and um, doing stunts and hopefully some more TV show stuff. Yeah, and being a dad and uh, yeah, you know, giving the occasional hard time to some BMXers who take it too serious. Um. Yeah, I mean, we were doing that uh, podcast. I mean, the uh, live web live cat live yeah. is open. We don't do that anymore because too, too many people got about hurt. Uh, one or two people made some. I mean, I could come it. down. We could do our own live. I almost did it. So the time when we got fired, I almost wanted to come and do it right in front of them on Instagram live, like in front, of, <laughs> like right stand right because you can stand right in front of them. But uh, I didn't think that would be cool. So Dennis probably wouldn't like that. But um, yeah, it was fun doing that. Uh, but. You know, it's like people take it too serious, man. Yeah. You know, like, and think about it. There's 90 dudes in that contest taking three runs. That's, I mean, sorry, 30 dudes taking three runs. That's 90 runs. And let's face it nowadays in this contest. It's like four tricks a run. Yeah. What can I talk about? How do I make two and a half hours of talking about BMS? I enjoyed that one with you and Robbie's. Um, oh, yeah, I gave Robbie. <laughs> yeah, Rob, I really enjoyed that one, too. I think Robbie had fun, too. Um I was yeah, and then then it was me and Dennis for a couple of years. Yeah, but, uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was fun, but um, some people didn't like it. Some people just couldn't take get past it, and that's fine. I have no hard feelings. You know what I mean? Like whatever. But it just like you know, it's a bummer for everyone else because it ended. Yeah. And now the podcast, I think Baz and someone else do it. I think it is Baz. And, but, I think it maybe just some TV dude. No, it's, yeah, it's Baz. No, no, no. It's a. Uh, it's, it's but it's like now I don't know. You don't hear about it at all. Yeah. It just comes and goes. Like who cares? You know. I'm sure they do a great job, but it just doesn't, it's just not the same, you know, because they've also been instructed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was told on that final day, like, hey, just trick names. We just want you to call it the tricks. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So we would just talk shit, and then every few minutes I'd just say, oh, yeah, that's right, knack, knack, can, can, air, 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 <laughs> Ch- manual. Chase this run. You just did a wiggle. Yeah. It's but like, it looked really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, how do you talk about that? You yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm glad we got to do a podcast, man. I am too. I'm just glad I got, you know, we, we've nerded out for years over things, so it's always yeah. fun to yeah. sit down and talk about it, so. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do another one sometime. I'll do another one as soon as you find me an aggressor. And anybody out there who has an 89 aggressor, wants to Did sell you it. you want the 89 or do you want a 90? I'll take either one. Just no bolt-on master. No bolt-on. Anyone's got an, a, a, or a Zolotone master out there? No, no. Zolotone master would be for me. Listen, what is Chad ain't going to do nothing with it except hang it on his, in his shop. <laughs> you know, with the rest of the... Well, don't make me bust the, out the photo and be roasted on that that wall I got. Yeah, I know. I, I, so, yeah. Anybody got one of those? I'll buy it from you. All right. Get a hold of, get a hold D- of Shad. Let D- him know. DM Mike or me if you got an 89 or 90 aggressor. Don't eat DM Shad. He doesn't need anything. No, I would. I have. I have two aggressors. I'd hook you up with it. Well, what are you doing with the other one? I have an eighty-nine. Yeah, and I have a ninety-one. That's bolt-on. 
Yeah, because one of my buddies had the 91, so it's like... Well, when the shop's going out of business, which is going to be any time because, uh, because of BMX. Thir- uh, 13 years now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you need a little extra cash. I'll take that. But I need to pay rent, rent, so... Yeah. He also has that, by the way, sitting in his shop, in his shop is that Dirt Brothers frame that Vic Murphy has that tabletop one The one-foot table. Curb. I'm going to yeah. start getting some parts for that to get it together. Yeah. You should just get Vic Murphy to put them on it. I don't want Vic Murphy to work on it. No, you should to get him to ride it. Oh, I will. I will. I totally will. I have a Sato's uh, prototype Schwinn that he rode in like, some of the Road Fools when he had the mirror bars. I never saw the mirror Road Fools. Yeah, and then I have... I got Mark Lumen's last uh, oh. RL22 with like a little Wizard Publications flight tag on it and everything. Wow, you are a nerd. I'm a fucking nerd. Yeah, yeah. I just like bikes. Well, I, I like them too. I don't but, need tags on them. Oh, well... We could talk about some of your nerd bikes. Then. Tell me. <laughs> well, you got... Hey, Shad, check out this Condor. You know what it, this Condor was? Yeah, this was because, Matt's Condor. Because I know that you're a fan. <laughs> I'm not doing that for me. I'm doing it for you. You're as big a nerd as I am. Not even close. <laughs> oh, man. I've always been I, I've always been a rider who doesn't know anything about his bike. People are like, how long is your back end? I'm like, I don't know. It fits my wheel. No, I'll agree with you, you know, on that one. How long is your, I don't know any of that stuff. I just ride what I have. How long... What's the, How high is your... Guys, stop worrying about your bottom bracket. How high it is. <laughs> Cut the shit. Two days, you'll be fine. Come on. Oh man. All right, guys. Well, All it's right. been fun. Thank you. I uh, hope I, you know, hope I didn't hurt anyone's feelings. Um, oh, we didn't even go through questions. Should we go through? Oh, well, let's do. Yeah, we'll do quick questions. Okay. Uh, quick questions. All right. All right. Here, let me. <laughs> some other people asked me some questions on Instagram. All too. right. Here, let, let's uh, let's see if we can bang some of these out really quick. I know. All right. Uh, we went over the box jump. I think we went over this. Okay. Um... Nick, that does Challenger BMX mag, okay. wants to know: Can you confirm if the story and dig about the older woman who was in, who was murdered, was oh, true? Oh yeah, or not? I don't even remember what that was, but I, then I, I thought about it. I think it was a photo of a sequence of doing a foof at Romford. Yeah, uh, that's fake. Come on. Okay, that's yeah. fake. And I just write stories. And there was another issue in Ride Magazine where they let me write the story. I can't believe Losi let it go. It was we all went to Mexico for Red Bull, and I I, I wrote a story on how we all got kidnapped, and Red Bull paid it off. Oh, I, that's fake. That too. Red Bull video was sick, by the way. The little Red Bull when you went down. Oh like, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Those dudes were. I mean, I, at that point, I was just a a, a, um, a spectator. Watching but that video was good. That video was fun. Yeah, those was dudes like, are so good. Uh, Let's see. This dude. Okay, Daniel X. Paul. Have you ever really dabbled in any fakie tricks? I remember always calling it a rooftop rollout whenever we go fakie, but turn around the right way with only one or no backpedaling. P.S. I met you in Iraq on the first over Bikes Ever Baghdad tour and rode with you guys in a demo at FOB Hunter. Yep. Okay, yeah. So, hey, what's up, man? Thanks for letting us come to your base. Uh, yeah, I mean, what do you mean dabble in root rollbacks? Did I just roll back longer? Are you guys waiting for me to turn around to go somewhere else? I think it's a short roll. I mean, I just did the short rollbacks because I was like, what are you going halfway across the skate park for? What's happening? Okay. When you're going backwards. I don't need to like do the like, hey guys, have a nice day. It's rad turnaround. <laughs> you know, you're delivering, like, uh, you know, because I remember Lucky used to give us a hard time too. Lucky would be like, oh, rooftop, turn around fast. And I was like, yeah, because I want to get on to the next thing. I don't need to like... It's not like a parade. Yeah, don't give them the feel. Yeah, don't give them the feel away. All which I wish I could do. Um, <laughs> Amos Burke. Amos Burke. Reasons why you love the Flatland Fugitives. Uh, I. <laughs> I don't know. No one knows what that is, but they were a bunch of Flatland dudes back in the day. Nate Hansen, um, Sean McKenney, Jesse Puente, Jesse Puente. I think. Uh, who else? Um, Edgar Plasencia. Edgar Plasencia. They were just. They were, I mean, for me, it was just the dudes. You're, 
they were the dudes, you know what I mean? Like That was an iconic crew back in the day. It was an iconic crew, so I think you just they were just your friends. That's why I liked them. If I didn't know them, I probably wouldn't think about it because it's Flatland. Here's one. Uh, 406 BMX Shop wants to know about the bass player from Pearl Jam, cock blocking you from riding the new Missoula Park. Yeah, we were in Missoula on a Tony Hawk tour, and there was like 20,000 people there. It was crazy. And it was like, Mike, Mike can't ride, Mike can ride. And then the last second... That dude from Pearl Jam apparently who's a, who's called. Old school skater. Yeah, called and said, Mike is not allowed to ride the park because apparently he helped fund it. Yeah. Um, and it was a big deal because Tony was like, if I would have known you couldn't ride, we would have not done the demo there. Yeah. Uh, the, the fact that bikes, there's someone who, so anybody who's going to block bikers from riding skate parks, it's crazy. Skaters, come on. Cut the shit. Cut the shit. For real. All bike parts are plastic now. Nope. Literally, the pegs, the grip ends, the pedals are all plastic. It does nothing. It, it doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. Listen, don't worry about the coping until you can get to it, motherfuckers. Don't worry about it unless you can get to it. I've grinded the same quarter pipe at Burnside since like 93. Dude skated every day. Yeah, every day. And look, take your fingerless gloves off. Stop doing Benny Hanna flyouts. And you know what I mean? Then, we're, you know, we'll talk about it. But it, the fact that we have to argue about that still in 2018 is insane. Yeah. Like, if you guys would just get together, we'd ha- we could probably have more parks. Oh, well, I think us arguing, there's scooters now. Yes. Because we've argued for so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We have scooters oh, here now. we go. There's another reminder. Mikey Taylor, the skateboarder. Yeah. What's your favorite direct message group? He put me in a message. Mike, you, yours, Mike. Yours. You're the man. You're <laughs> the man. I'm, I'm drinking some Villager right now. You're the man. Owen Clegg wants to know, have you ever bit your tongue when wanting to speak your mind? Wait, what? Owen Clegg, he goes, has he ever bit his tongue when wanting to speak his mind? Right now, my tongue is bleeding, Owen. Just because I didn't want to talk about the Euros. (laughs) Zach James, out of uh, Phoenix, Arizona. How does it feel being a senior citizen? I'm older than you. Yep. Well, I don't know. Why don't you ask Jason? He's older than me, too. Uh... Uh, Isaac McCree is that, is that McCre- that's ground truth. Isaac McCree when people think of Mike Escamilla what what would you want them to have come first to mind oh that's a good question Isaac uh, I think that for me just someone who did it uh, just did it their way you know what I mean like never sort of followed the trends and hopefully gave to the sport at a time when it was able to give to it. I feel like I was part of the street riding when it, you could grow it and yeah, change yeah. the way. I mean, uh, a lot a, a lot of the very basic standard tricks that are tricks now came from early video parts of early origins of things that yeah. we, the group of people I was with were doing. So yeah, that's, that's, that's an awesome question. I think that's about it on my little list. That's um, stuff that we, I mean, I think we covered a lot of them in the, in the thing already, so. Uh, let me see if there's any more here. Um, uh, I'm gonna, yeah, uh, let's see. Let me look at this right here. Um, when are you and Tarada gonna do a road trip as soon as he'll, uh, as soon as, as soon as he can get some days off? Uh, Biz Jordan, uh, citizen looking for any new riders? Um, maybe, maybe we might, might, might do that. Um, <laughs> let's see what else. Uh, Apart from the famous, infamous full pipe attempt, what's one trick or line that you will never want to try again? Ooh, uh, the full pipe. The grind loop. Grind loop is the, by far the hardest thing ever to do. People think that because it was a 4x4 four four grind, you just get in it and go. Yeah. Nope. 
it was like threading the needle four inches wide gap that your wheel can't touch. If your wheel touches, you're out of it. So the grind loop was probably something I would, I would not want to try again. I say that, but if someone built it, maybe, but I don't think so. How bad did you get jacked on the loop and forward? It looked, uh, it looked... I, 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 I hyperstended my neck. It was pretty terrible. Um, it was bad. Uh, but I could have been a lot worse. The grind loop, I before I came out of it on one of them, I fell forward and then front flipped out of it. Like Came out and then front flipped and uh-huh. landed on the rail and broke ribs in my ankle. Uh, and like chip my ankle. Um, that's probably one I would never want to do again. Um, let's see. Whether the Etnies rooftops will be reincarnated? I don't know. Ask Pova and Don Brown. I've been trying to make it happen for years, but Ooh, if you could give me a pair of throttle twos, yeah. we're not here to talk about the throttles. <laughs> <laughs> Funniest moment on Road Tools Tool. There wasn't one. That trip was insane. Uh, um. Let's see. Oh, Road Fools, you, you met me on Road Fools too. Yeah, but like, don't put a bunch of bike riders in a van or in a truck and drive from Chicago to California and have almost no riding. Driving 65, 55 you miles You drive hour. a lot. Yeah, it's can, 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 I, can I throw out a Road Fools 2 gripe of mine yeah. since I'm in the video yeah. and I know everybody? Let's talk about LeVan Snake in my line at Burnside. I don't, even, I, which, I don't know. Remember the ride along the wall when oh, you yeah. in? Remember I did that and I wrecked? And I bet my wheel couldn't do it. Jimmy snaked me. I'm just throwing that out there. Sorry, Jimmy. What are you doing, man? I was just, I was just a young kid trying to get a clip. Here's Catfish asks a question. I don't think like, Catfish, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to say the question, but it definitely doesn't look as dead and dying as yours. So you guys can come find that question on my Instagram. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, let's see what else. Um, so it's Terry Adams. Still my favorite section of yours in Dirty Deeds. Then you could still bar out of a rail. Yeah, I do. I think it would take a few. Thing is, barring up, out of, out of a rail up, probably would be pretty easy. Down is way scarier. Yeah. Because a lot of people... I mean, Terry, it would probably... I'd have to go work and get on my bars good. Is the HB rail still there? No, it's not. I would have, it, would do, it wouldn't be a steep rail, but I, I could definitely, you know... I could definitely still spin them out of a rail, I think, if I, if I wanted to take the slams. It, I would say it'd probably take me five or six tries... Once I got the balls up to throw them, <laughs> you know I, I don't I don't gonna live like that. In the words of Jason Ends, I don't gonna live like that no more. Uh, other than that, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, dude. All right, thanks. I mean, that was like a brief history of of uh, nothing, but yeah, it was still fun. Yeah, it's it was all good. About, see, it was just all about fun. I told you, I told I told Chad, like you better be prepared. Don't come in here with a bunch of like um um. There was no um. Ums. No, you did. It was good. All right, good, buddy. All right, thank it. you. All right, have a good one. All right, Thanks, bye, guys. guys. Uh, yeah, follow me on... Um, oh, yeah, do you want to thank anybody? or fo- Oh, fo- I get, no, you don't have to follow me, but... Uh, yeah, I thank everyone, man. All the people who have helped me. I mean, I, right now, it's United, GoPro, LifeProof. Um, those are the big ones, I guess. But uh, thank everybody, man. Everyone's gotten to ride with me. Or, I mean, everyone I've gotten to ride with. <laughs> I mean, like, everyone's gotten to ride, you know, i gotten to ride with. Yeah. Uh, everyone who's ever sponsored me. Um, bash guards. Bash guards. Uh, just... Dude's just being real out there, like, you know, like, and, you know, there's no person more hated than someone telling the truth. So all those people out there telling the truth and and, and just living it, yeah. All right. Live it. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.
Thank you to everyone for listening. Um, if you guys have a minute uh, to go over to Dig BMX on iTunes and subscribe, that would be awesome. And if you could leave us a review, if you've been enjoying the podcast for a while now, um, it'd be awesome if you could go over there and leave us a good review. And hope your guys' summer is starting off good. And until next time. <laughs>